are officially all the way live. Uh, Maybe. Okay. Hopefully. Hopefully. Well, we're live with each other. We're still watching drifting, so <laughs> maybe people yeah, hear us. Maybe they don't. It's a little. It's a little behind on the stream, but that's cool. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's just encoding and uploading things to the internet as it is. Is what it is, cousin. Yep. So what happened in top thirty-two? Ever for like there's there's like two people watching right now. So what happened in top thirty-two? Because I missed it completely. Oh God, uh, I gotta look it back up. There was there was a lot. It was very interesting. I I'm not great with uh, keeping track of who moves forward since it's thirty-two of them. Um, I mean, we could be just. JTP got his car fixed. I saw that. Yeah, so he got his car fixed. Yeah, so um, essentially, like he blew an engine in practice yesterday, right? Like he just flat out, just flat out blew. Yeah, the uh, said he had low oil pressure and it was leaking all over the uh, all over the track. I saw the video. It totally like fire smoke. Okay, the so whole here it night. Is. They just had the. Uh, What's that? Ooh, they just had the the top six. You know oh word! Is yours, yeah, so is JTP is the, it might be. Anyway, JTP. JTP went against. Um, I remember this battle because I've been meaning to ask you uh, a question about this guy. Uh, What's up? JTP went against Jonathan Castro. Okay. I think Castro, as a chase driver, is just. He's nuts. Like he's very yeah. He's he is yeah. like part of your car. Yes. As a lead driver, it, uh, I think that's where he loses his his rounds a lot. I mean, I think he thrives solid. in a chase environment. Yeah, I think he thrives in a chase environment. I think he's much more comfortable um, watching somebody and just like, especially in the way that like FD likes to do, like the way they rate chase runs yeah it's very much a matter of like they just want you close to the guy in front of you now it's funny because we saw in like st louis right like um everybody was cutting that first inside clip well the only inside clip right but everybody's cutting it and um like nobody cares <laughs> like no, the judges didn't care that they were cutting that first point but i was watching seeing that here for the the last uh outside uh, clip on this yeah. on this te uh, Texas, a lot of people are doing the same thing. Uh, James Dean did it where he was chasing and he kind of got not this behind year. who he. James Dean. Yeah, got, uh, <laughs> Dean Kearney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Viper. Okay, today, right? James yeah, he Dean, would... right, right. Yeah, no but cut, no cut, narrow. And he, and, yeah, yeah, he kind of lost track of who he was chasing. And he just cut narrow when they showed the overhead view from the drone. I don't even think he touched the outside zone with his tires. No, he they just want you to near. they want you to gain that speed to like get back up next to the right. <laughs> they always pri prioritize the door, but it's like I was watching top sixteen yesterday and they're like nailing dudes for not hitting outside clips on chase runs and like doing all this stuff to maintain proximity. And it's like in round one and two 
people were doing that and nobody cared. Like they talk about it, but they didn't weigh it in judging at all, right? Like it wasn't brought up really as like a serious conversation in judging. They never nailed, but they were like doing it yesterday. And it's like, you can't run four runs, four rounds of this competition, <laughs> not judge anybody really for cutting or, or narrowing out. And like they were calling Matt Field out for it yesterday, right? Like, oh, he's kind of cheating. He's, you know, he's giving up angle to gain proximity. Meanwhile, they're like giving Taguchi a bunch of props for doing it in Seattle, for doing the same thing on the entry bank, right? I feel the same way about what I was watching earlier today for this. Um, certain people, when they cut across, it was, it was, they, the, the commentary was, Look, he's he's catching back up. He's he's getting close proximity again. It wasn't well. He cut across middle line and he's lacking angle. And then right. for other people, it that's exactly what it is. For other people, they called him out on it. Like, yeah, yeah, he he had to go super. Yeah, he totally did that. Ganga angles. So which one is it? Who who? Are yeah, you he totally for just here? like yeah. It's it's still a matter of. Nothing ever feels consistent. Nothing ever feels as far as judging goes. Like nothing feels consistent. Nothing feels fair to some degree. Even round around around, right? Right. And they always do this thing where they're like, Oh, we're changing the rules to make it more fair. It's like, well, it's not fair to the dude who got kicked for that thing you weren't judging on. You were judging <laughs> on that round but decided not to judge on, right? Like that guy's season is now messed up or he's behind in points or whatever, right? So it's like it's just a little it's a little disingenuous in my opinion, but I mean it kinda it kinda is what it is, right? What are we gonna right. what are we gonna do about so it? Dean, kind of Dean Carney went against Ryan Literal in that run. They just showed right. it on the replay. Um by no stretch of the imagination did Ryan Literal have a good run, his lead or his follow. They just, right. neither one of them didn't seem really settled with the car on this track. Right. But he did pull a gap on Dean to get to that outside zone. And Dean just, I mean, I think if you could clear the smoke away, you could all, like, I think some of these guys might be driving straight. <laughs> like, I'm just going to... Just to really push through? Through the smoke, yeah. It's like, okay, I don't yeah. think they can see me. I'm going to book it through the smoke and then reinitiate. Because Dean caught up very quick, and it didn't seem like when he came out of the smoke line that he was really sideways yet like he was coming into more angle and it was like all right so that was either a really long transition or you guys are cutting through the smoke line straight yeah exactly and it's just it's it's kind of like a again it's just rewarded for gaining proximity was to your earlier point right of, of the judging he was rewarded on that for gaining for regaining proximity so i see what you're saying where it's like as a chase driver, it's like, well, what do I do here? Like, do you guys want me to just stay close, or do you guys want me to fill the zones as well? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's. I mean, they, they, they always state it like, oh, you know, you use the driver as the moving clip, and wherever he goes, you go, right? But it's like, then they do stuff when they do lead versus lead, chase versus chase, and it's like, oh, well, he didn't, like, they did it yesterday, right? They're like, uh, it was Turk. Was, was it Turk? Against who? I can't remember the battle. It may have been, it may have been Castro and somebody he was going against. But it was a thing of like, 
Are they running right now? I think they're going to do the, the top six introduction. Oh, okay. I can't lie. I like Osbo's car. I'm not even mad at the new Supra. I like the way it looks. I wish it was a little bit bigger. I don't. I wish it wasn't the size of an FRS. My biggest uh, issue with the new Supra is that I only like it when it's wide-bodied, and I have a problem with wide-bodies. I mean, in this situation, as, as it's do I. different. That's what I'm saying. I wish it was just bigger. Like, yeah. jump. I wish it was bigger so you wouldn't feel like you had to walk. Like, if it was the size of, like, my car, yeah. or maybe a little bit smaller, like, like, a, like a New Edge Mustang or, like, the early New Edge Mustang, like a 98, like, if it was that size instead of the size it is, like, I don't... They're, they're very tiny. Dude, Ryan yeah. Turk is killing it right now. 32-point lead against Gidden after two straight wins. Yeah. That's wild. I mean, how many... What I think they it's almost a hundred points between him and Osbo though. It it's ninety some points, yeah, eighty some points yeah. between him and Osbo. So he's I mean we're yeah, we're six rounds in. Like Ryan Turk's in really good position to win this whole thing this year, dude. Like it's Oof. it's Excuse definitely me. a <laughs> it's funny too, because it's like you can look at it and it's like Vaughn won two events back to back. That's not enough, right? It's Ryan Turk's been super consistent podiuming, and he's been super consistent all his runs too. So it's just yeah. a matter of like, you just have but to be I think that those guy. Two, those two, those two wins is what catapulted Vaughn into a close enough second place. That I mean, we have what three rounds left? We have this one, and then two at Irwindale. Yeah. Yo, two events at Irwindale is going to be nuts. I might have to try to go to... I might have to go to one. I need to go to one. I would love to go to one, dude. Maybe I'll go to the one on Saturday since we do this on Sunday. Yeah, that would probably be a good one. I would love to just go there and just do it. And just, like, I was thinking do about that, thing. just going on Sunday and just being the asshole walking around with the headphones on. But the, yeah, dude, for real. Just... from the... Uh... From the stands, from the I got stands. my tripod, dude. We could, yeah, like that. It also involves me being able to get to LA. So, um, I, I mean, the roads are open. Ah, that's fair. You've, no, that's a good point. You got, you got I have a child and a wife, though. STR. Yeah, dude, Jeff Jones getting into top four yesterday. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go get him, Tiger. <laughs> Once he got in the top four, I was like, he ain't getting anywhere past this. But, like, I'm glad he got here. Right. Dude, Adam LZ. Adam LZ. But Adam LZ absolutely shitting the bed on that one more time, dude, on his lead run. Just completely. Or was it his chase run? I don't know. He shit the bed somewhere. It was his chase run. He was with uh, Forsberg, though, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean. Forsberg's hard to chase. He's fast, dude. He's fucking real fast. And he's he's faster when he needs to be faster. Like when he just like wants to put you in the ground. You know what I mean? He'll just hammer it. I mean, he's the dude that did I like the. Talk, I hate talking about Forsberg. It's like he's yeah, dude. He's the like fucking Obi Wan. It is like talking, dude. It's like, yes. dude, I know you're good. You're so good that you're boring. Okay, I get it. You're gonna do all the right stuff. That's the thing, dude. Is it's he's boring to watch. Right, yeah. him and because well, he's almost perfect, he makes it look effortless. Like he, you almost, you almost look at his car and he, you swear he's underpowered because it seems like he's going slow, but he's really boogieing half the time. You can't 
yeah. really pull a, a sizable gap on him. He chases you, so but it's just something about it that just looks so like like he's it's just too easy. And maybe that's it, what it is. He's just too good, and it just looks like he has a smooth style. He has a very smooth style. He's always he's, he's the not dude as who, aggressive as Bond. Well, he also like is always driving for a hundred feet ahead, right? So like yeah. he's always that far ahead when it comes to what his hands are doing, where he wants to be, where he's placing the car. He's not like you look at guys like Denofa. Denofa's like talking about. Denofa's a twenty foot ahead driver. You know what I mean? He's like this thing's right here. I'm worried about that, and then after that, I'm worried about that thing. After that, <laughs> he's like, he just kind of goes. I'll break goes, when I need to. I'll break when I need to. To the to the point where he Chelsea did is now a thing in Formula D. Frederick Osbo goes, you know, Chelsea, Chelsea did when you ran inside of him. And it's like, it's well known. You drive too aggressive and you don't like, you can be aggressive, but like, don't be a dumbass and just whiskey throttle into stuff. You know what I mean? I That's, think he's getting better though. I think he's getting he's, a lot better. And how old is he? 20? He's in his, no, he's in his thirties, dude. Early no, 30s, he might be wrong. Right. It'd be, yeah, he's, he's late twenties, early thirties. All right, okay, so this so is JTP if he, if he sticks Oscar. around this, if he sticks around this sport longer, we go. He, I think he's going to mature. He he could be the next Vaughn, like an aggressive style, but he's learned how to dial it back to where it's like I'm aggressive enough to where you're going to be uncomfortable with me, but right. I'm fine. I'm not going to crash. Did JTP go straight coming out of OZ OZ Taylor Hall. right there? I'm not sure what you're watching. I'm, I've got opening ceremony over here. For top 16? See. You need to refresh your stream, my dude, because I just watched Osbo and JTP do their first run. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, you know what? I may have paused it earlier when I. Killing the game here, Jamal. Killing the game. So you just watched two? I just watched Frederick Osbo and JTP's first run. Was Osbo in front who killed it? It seems like. So there's OZ2. Yeah, dude, Pollock went straight through that last outside, or the second to last outside zone to catch up to Osbo. Osbo's so fast. Are you up to date now? Are you concurrent with what's happening in front of us? Jamal. Gloria. I don't have time for these errors. Okay. I don't want to admit <laughs> that I was watching Top 32 again. Okay. <laughs> All right. But you're watching now what's happening? Yeah, yeah. Now it's, it's Osbo and Pollock at the line, right? Like, no, they just left. But yeah, you're a little bit behind me. Ooh. Yeah, I've got Pollock leading. Yeah, okay. Nice. So you're a little bit behind me, but at least it's not that big of a You'll see. You'll see what Ooh. what goes down. Oh. You watching going to OC3 right now? OC3? Yeah. yeah. That little bit too much backy action? Yeah. See, this is the thing that I dislike about FD, is that I wish that was encouraged, because it looks sick. Like, he's just whipping it you I, know what i mean 
I think he could have got it if he – let me see. He went shallow, though. Oh. He didn't hit that outside zone, the last outside zone. Oh. He doesn't have great proximity. No, he doesn't. But I think they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna hit him for that. Not just for that overcorrection. What happened? Oh, that, and he doesn't. Well, hit he that just last didn't. Note. Well, he just doesn't have enough speed. There. I think he just. I think he just oh, chucked on, it a little too hard. I know, but a little too hard. Yeah. He just hit it a little too hard. He grabbed like a half second too late, right? He grabbed that wheel like a half second too late. So what? What do you? Uh, what do you say? Right. Damn, Osbo, unanimous victory on that one. Yeah, yeah. I see um, that. I have a. It's a Sierra Nevada hazy. I can't remember what it's called. Fantastic haze. It's nine percent. We going hard. Okay. We're going hard you at got, noon. You got your. They're in the they're <laughs> right. in the beer fridge in the garage. Yeah, they're it's in the beer. Your, your, these mm -hmm. are our one more timers right here, folks. Yep. Jesus I'm debating Christ, right now. I'm debating right now whether I'm going this guy or this guy. Wait, I can't see. So between a Bud Light and a what else? No, no, this guy. Oh Lord, dude. Uh, or this guy. What is that? Casadores. Yeah, I feel like if you're gonna scumbag at noon, you might as well scumbag with tequila. <laughs> Let's go. I feel like I feel like big, it's only big scumbagging. I'm not doing that. Yeah, the whole JTP threw him offline. I feel like they're just like, oh, Denof was 31. I feel like that's a little bit of a crutch, dude. Like, oh, yeah, JTP was a little—he uh, was a little offline in this chase too. No, he was for sure. I totally agree that he was off in this chase, but I also feel like anytime—I don't know—I feel like in drifting, like this goes back to the conversation we had at the last episode. Just like you're doing something ridiculous, right? Like it's two cars following each other, high, like fast as fuck, sideways, like. It should be on the chase driver to match. It should be on the chase driver to adapt, right? Like, I just, I'm yeah. still not super sold on the idea of there is a perfect run. Exactly. It makes it very hard to chase if you have to be because perfect. If there's, a perfect no if there's a perfect chase run, then there has to be a perfect lead run. Well, that's the thing is so that they're I going have to get assume the that you're going to run the perfect. Like you're going to hit every clip that you're supposed to go, so that I can in essence, run another lead run just behind you. Yeah. Dude, Naren kind of came out hot on that one. I know. I like that car. I like that car, too. I don't like his new Shelby as much. That's just like a beat-up uh, I don't think I 14. have either. Yeah, I don't think I have. He, well, he hasn't, he hasn't. He's done better in this 14 than he has in that new, that new Mustang. Yo, he fucking killed this lead run. Yeah. Chelsea looks a little, uh, dude, that was a great lead run. That was, that was a mid 90 point run for sure. Ooh, Chelsea 
Dude. Chelsea went off, yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Okay, Naren. That was nasty. That was a nasty lead run, dude. That shit look look at how wide his front suspension is. Jesus Christ. Four degrees negative camber. Those are like forty millimeter over fenders, and he's like an inch past that. That's Chelsea crazy. doesn't hit the uh, the last outer clip either. He doesn't actually get the tires into that zone. I don't think he was prepared for Naren's lead. I don't think he. I think he's yeah. I think he feels a little behind the ball going into this lead run for sure. Okay, with the I, flick. I, no, that's I'm saying, I don't think he. I don't think he was prepared. Like I think he thought, oh, this is his backup car. Like he might be a little yeah. slower. Or whatever. Oh, Naren. <laughs> oh, come on, Naren. Mine's behind. I haven't seen it yet. They just got. You'll started. see it in a second. You're not that far behind. He's getting gapped. It gets worse. Ooh, okay. He had it, dude. He absolutely, he absolutely had it, and it's just like. Look at Chelsea riding that outside. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of... Oh, he was breaking in. Ooh, wait a minute. Oh, that's right. OZ3 is a diesel zone. So, oh, yeah. God. They do this so stupid, bro. Like, they do this so dumb. So did you hear about what they, how they said they do it? How they determine what the D-cell zones are? No, I don't. I didn't hear so that. So they talked about it earlier in the top 32, I want to say. Or this may have been when I was watching yesterday's event last night. It's all kind of... Put it together. Mixing together, yeah. Uh, <laughs> 2 a.m. watching Formula D. Dude, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Commitment. So good. Um, but they said that they have... Uh, they take data from the cars... And they talk to the drivers about it. Where is it? And so they take they they ask the drivers, where is it that you guys feel like you're going to need to slow down? And then based off the data, they're like, yeah. So we just narrow it down so it's not such a wide zone. Yeah. It's like okay, so between here and here is where most people like. Still, I think that's a little because you're doing data off what like one or two, maybe three practice runs. I mean, I guess what the the thought is is that like at this. Um, at this level of like performance, like everybody's going to be within like two tenths of each other as far as what they're doing, right? So it's like, you know, you're talking 80 point runs, 90 point runs, whatever. Like, if you're in pro one, you're operating within a relatively small margin from one another, which I disagree with because there's, as we can tell, there's a huge margin between, especially in like top 32. Um, I mean, that's more scientific. And with more thought than I would have given them credit for not knowing what they were doing. What I'm saying is, is that I think it's like, it's like this track spe specific. And I know this is reverse of how they ran it last year, right? Like they, they were running this the other way last year, but to have yeah. an outside clipping point in the D cell area where you then immediately have to heavy on throttle to whip a whole bank. Like, that's a lot of room for... It's the same thing going into, like, in St. Louis, going into outside zone four as well, right? It's the same thing. You have a heavy braking zone right before a heavy bank. Well, it's not, it wasn't as heavy. It was obviously a lot smaller. But you're asking for the same kind of problems. You're asking for those collisions and all those, all those issues in that kind of setup 
And I don't think that there's necessarily anything wrong with using data for breaking zones and all that kinds of stuff, but I think it really a lot more boils down to um, like thought going into the track setup. Right? Like, oh, we're going to end up in a situation where we have an outside clip in a breaking zone going into a fast bank, a fast corner. Like, we're going to end up with a lot of crashes and we're not going to have a lot of good clean runs because this is what we're doing. I think they're trying Again? to push the line of, of getting the most exciting runs that they possibly can. Yeah. But I think that they're trying to, like, force their hand on it a little bit too much. Instead of letting it happen organically between the two drivers, they're trying to set it up for it to happen. It's like... Yeah, oh, that makes sense. What are you doing? What's wrong with his car? Are you watching Taguchi's Byron yeah, right just... now? Yeah. How did he get a buy run? Who got who went out? Uh I forgot who he was matched up against. So Tiguchi's going to top four? That's crazy. Right with that buy run. Dude. The 500 horsepower disadvantage continues. Will Will Matfield continue to be his own worst enemy? Find out in the next episode. Well, of apparently, <laughs> <laughs> next time. Oh. Mm-hmm. Formula Drift Z. So funny, dude. Well, apparently he has more than 700 horsepower. They were saying that earlier today in Top 32 as well, that Matfield, like, told them to update his, uh, his like, stat sheet. And they just have it? Stat sheet, and they just have him, but they were like, he has way more than 700 horsepower. So the, like, I mean, just yeah. just wanted us to let you guys know that that's not, like, that he has more power than that. It's so shocking that Formula Drift's production value is behind something like that. <laughs> this is like it's always such a shit show. Like they were showing the wrong drivers for runs. I remember round one, like none of the audio for the in the pit stuff worked. Oh, got this man chasing a plastic bottle out here. God, it looks hot out there. It's not. You can just see the heat, like. My aunt lives out it's there. It's like forty. There. It's forty degrees, I guess, or something like that. That's what she was saying. Oh, that makes might... sense because everybody is rocking long sleeves, though. Yeah, I think that's just the heat off the cars and the track from them running on it. That could be. This thing is constantly telling me the stream's about to crash, and I'm watching the stream at the same time, and it looks fine. So we gotta know what the problem is. With this. I'm not getting that problem. Thank goodness. No, I'm talking about. Like us actually streaming live on YouTube. Oh. Oh my god. Vaughn's like barely holding it together on launches. That car has so much power. Oh, he just manjis off, like right past the cones and just manjis all the way down. Yeah. Oh. Alrighty. Let me know when you finish that run. Vaughn's looking good. 
Yeah, yeah, he is. Vaughn's looking really good. And uh-huh. it looks like Matt Field is gone. Oh! Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dirt Trap. Three-wheeling it. Vaughn getting junior three-wheeling it. Yeah, Vaughn looks good, dude. Right on the line. Hammering it. That's something else I thought about too is like back in the quote unquote early days of Formula Drift, like nobody's car smoked like this. Like Dago Sato was the first guy who really had a car that was just like a straight up cloud machine. Yeah. And now they're all doing that. And you know, they're making tires to make more smoke and shit like that just so it looks more impressive and it's like Yeah, before if you just filled up your, your wheel well with smoke, you were doing you were chilling. It. Yeah. You were chilling. Most people were getting that smoke, like the the bottom of the tire, and you get like that contact patch smoke and yeah. that whole thingy. And but yeah, like driving behind fill up your this whole wheel well, you were like, oh wow. But then yeah, you started seeing people. Well, damn, I can't see the, I can't even see his trunk. I can't see the back, the rear quarter window. Like, yeah, it just starts to. I cover can't see the driver. The... I can't see the driver. Yeah, I yeah. can't <laughs> see the driver. <laughs> I just Which means the driver lights. can't see. Yeah, it's so stupid. It's like, I mean, it looks, <coughs> sick. it looks sick, but it's like, it's you know, if you've got, if it's a thing where like you literally can't drive when you're chasing, that was a little shallow. Yeah, I'm sure that was it super makes shallow. Very, I'm sure it makes it very, very difficult. All right, so now Matt feels leading. He fucks it up real easy. He fucks it up quick. Wow, that was shallow. Yeah, super shallow, dude. He's Matt Fields going to Matt Field. Getting in his own way. As per usual, dude. I wonder what's going on with him this season. Uh, That I don't know. Oh, if I do that, it's going to kick me out of here. I can't do it. Yeah, it's not – I don't know what his deal is, dude, honestly. Like, I feel like he's got – he's got part shop max running his suspension program. He's got good components. He's got a good engine. He's got a good chassis. He's a good driver. He's a he's a really good driver, but – It boils down to mental. He's He's mentally not in the event for some reason. Yeah, I don't really know what, what the deal is there. Because it almost seems like he's driving, he's driving with like a chip on his shoulder. Like he he read something online or some shit. Yeah, dude, he's like and overdoing he's driving, it. Like he's driving angry almost. Like he's trying to prove. He's driving like somebody told him he was a whack driver. Like, oh, why is Matt Field in front of you? Like that dude huh? is trash. Like that's how he's no. driving. Because <laughs> that's just where I moved it. Okay. Get, yep. Getting in trouble. Okay. Still have a family to run here, so you know. Right. <laughs> this is a family <laughs> show, folks. <laughs> she can get into trouble in the middle of the show. No, nah, she's she's going to run here. So. Nah, I'm messing with you. Wow. Surprisingly, 
Not one, that, one more time yet. I have not had to crack one of these beers. I am not upset about that. I bought a 32 pack. I was expecting a lot more. Right? Hey, did you lose your did you lose your left audio channel through the stream? I mean your right audio channel? What like am I that's from the, from YouTube, from the YouTube stream of this thing. Oh, I don't know. Everything sounds fine. Fine. Ah, Adam L Z and Michael Esser. This is a good run. This is a good run for LZ. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Okay. Whoa. That was wild. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I did not see that Adam coming. LZ. No, I did, I did not, not see that coming. Okay. Question. So, so when you're watching when you're watching Formula D, so say you're uh -huh. at an event, <clears throat> you're at your house, you're at an event something, and you're watching when you watch the runs, how are you judging the run? Like what are you looking for? In the, so like because I know how I do it, so I'm interested to see how other people like what they're looking at. So like unfortunately I'm now it. conditioned to the fact to where like cause like, I have the two judgments. I have, and a lot of the time, like, as much as I hate to admit this, who the judges pick to win is a lot of the time the right guy. But there are moments where I'm like, like, oh, I know who probably lost this, but, like, I would have picked I know who they're going to say is when. Yeah. But it's like, I would have picked that run over the guy who actually won. Like, I think that run was more entertaining. I think it was cooler to watch, right? It had more angle or whatever. Like, I hate that angle isn't a judgment criteria anymore. Like, unless it's a matter of, like, completely straightening out and not being in drift, right? There's no, like, you get you get critiqued for not drifting enough, but you don't get props for, like, really chucking Super it in drifting. Time. Yeah. And that's kind of where, like, the stigma of FD being, like, mm -hmm. sideways drag racing kind of comes into play, right? Um, and there True. is some truth to that. You know, like there is some truth to that, especially when you look at it's like you gotta the way they do how the, much horsepower everybody's running and all that kind of stuff. It it really is a it's becoming a a sideways race to the finish line without yeah the late without the chase driver being able to actually cross first. But yeah, it's it's just a matter of like, but it's like even the way they do the launches, right? Like the chase driver can jump the light, right? But the lead, once the lead driver is rolling, the, the run has started. But when the light hits red, if the lead driver hasn't left, the chase driver can jump, which is a good strategy if you're in an underpowered car, right? Like, I have to give you your space like condition. I don't like the chicane cones. If you're going to let me jump, then why does the lead driver have to, like, drive through this little mini obstacle course real quick? Like, just let me jump. If the, I, if the chase well, driver can the, jump, then you just go ahead and go. And I'm just gonna go when the light turns off, like I'm supposed to. And we're just yeah, rolling. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I know. What you, you I see, think they... you see the chase drivers, like you see chase drivers jump. Like nobody's really that underpowered in Formula D, like in the pro ones. There's nobody's really that like lacking in power. So you'll see people jump, and then they just jump to get the rolling start because they jump, and then they just let the car roll 
And then once the guy gets through the chicane, then they get back on the gas. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's almost like I just got tired of sitting here with my foot on the clutch. Yeah. Holy. Are you watching this LZ run right now? This LZ Ezra run right now? Yes. Did you just, did you see the full run yet? Yes. Yeah. Adam LZ just took out Michael Essa in the top six. I know. I know. <laughs> I can't. I'm... What? Adam are LZ we, is going to top eight completely Again. through his own talent. <laughs> Again. Right. Could you? Last time wasn't his own talent. Well, this are time we, technically was. Seeing... I mean, I mean, Essa went off. He got a Essa... bye run this morning, but I mean, hey. That's the luck of the draw. That's, you I can't. Beat Essa, how you beat Essa, okay? Yeah. And if you can I... drive well enough to make Essa go off the track while he's chasing you, then hey, I, I say that's under your own power. Yeah, I'm not even mad at bye runs. Like the the way they do this this year, I'm not I'm not super mad about the bye run situation. Um, because it it was always the same dudes getting Ryan Turk, yeah. Um, it was always the same dudes getting bye runs, and that's what used to really bother me about it. You know. It's like these yeah. guys don't have to do a whole step, and they got to practice the same amount, so they already. It seems like it seems like for. <laughs> I hate to keep saying his name, but that seems like Forsberg <laughs> get a lot of Byron. Forsberg gets the win. Forsberg yeah. gets the like Forsberg is getting extra practice, really. Yeah, he is getting it. Yeah, for sure. Okay, all right. So when I'm I was interested- asking about how you watch these, um, so when I'm watching them, especially if I'm watching it on TV where it's a little bit easier. Uh, when it's actually happening whoa. to run, I watch the lead driver. I don't even pay attention to the chase driver. And then I, okay. I just want to see what he's doing, if he's like putting down a nice lead run. And then in the replay, I'll zero in on the chase driver. Like You should watch the chase driver on this Kearney Turk battle, though. Turk's running a really good line. Kearney's in his ass. Carney. Oh, yeah, he is, but he kind of shallowed up to get there. Only going into OZ1, but, like, nah, dude, going into that big sweeper, he's in there, dude. Look, because you got to remember, he's got the horsepower advantage in this one. He's got the horsepower advantage over everybody. Jesus Christ, dude. That was a good chase run. Oh, yeah. Turk Monchi, that's zone, all that was. kind of shallowed up. No, nah, it looks that way because Turk just flicked very it. slight. Hold on, I disagree. From the top. Let me see. I think when you see it from the top, Turk flicked it, which is why it looks like that coming out of that corner. But through the corner, he was like parallel with him. Yeah, okay, from the top you can see Dean is pretty much matching the angle. It looks it looked weird from the other angle. Yeah, well like I said, Turk flicks from on the, the outside angles, of that. It looks like he just yeah, fell you behind. Really see Turk through the through the smoke, so you can't really tell that they're pretty much the same angle. Yeah. I'm I mean that's one reason I'm glad they have multiple angles. Oh, he's going for a big don't fuck this up, Carney. Could this be the first one more time? Nah. Nah. What? Yo. 
If that's... That last outer zone was sloppy. Turk just disappeared for a second there. I just, think this might be a. I think this might be a one more. I don't time. think this is an OMT. To I think me, this, this is, is a one more time. To me, this is a Carney. Carney's chase run was way cleaner than Turk's, and his lead run was see, just let as me clean see as his, Turk. I haven't watched the chase run from Turk, and I'm watching it right now. So, yeah, I would lean towards uh, Dean on this one. Yeah, I think he just had the heavily, more consistent. Uh, honestly, I would heavily lean towards Dean. The chase uh, lead runs from both drivers is pretty good. It's pretty much the same. Dean doesn't get out to the outer zone, the last outer zone. Though. On his so lead they, run? Yeah, they might, so they, might try to, they might try to penalize him for that, and it be a one more time. That is a possibility. But I think it would be kind of a the stream did not shut down for the person who's watching. We're just checking something. Huh? Uh nothing. Oh, Turk didn't get out to the outside outside zone four either. No, he didn't. Say Dean. I'm gonna have to say Dean then. They had literally the same lead run, and Dean had a better chase. I agree. I completely agree. I think that. I think I think Turk kind of shit the bed on this one, dude. I think he did. So, do you think they're gonna try to? You think they're gonna try to give it to him? Is 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 Carney gonna like get turked? Carney might time. get turked, right? <laughs> Seems like it's <laughs> taking a long time right to make a decision on this. Am I going to grab a beer? Oh fuck me! Ah, I'll be back. Uno mas. Uno mas. All right, guys. Uh, due to Jamal and I's history in Formula D, every time there is a one more time, we have to chug a Bud Light. So I have to go grab a beer. I'll be back. Hurry up, son. Person. Wow. Unanimous one more time, too. I would have at least I, I would have thought that at least one person would have said Dean, because I was leaning towards Dean. Like like we said, he had the better of the two chase runs. Both lead runs were kind of the same, so I don't know. Are they trying to give Tarek the championship? Trying to give him another chance to stay in it? They might. We're back. All right. You ready for this? Well, I'm gonna, let's watch this run first. The run starting from here, and then we'll we'll do it after that. Taylor Hall. Taylor, Taylor Hall. fucking Hall, dude. I'm a, such a huge. I'm such a huge fan of this dude. Seems like the kind of guy like I would like to go to a Texas drift event, like take my car out to Texas and go to drift. Event Yo, dies shallow on that clip. Next to him, he just seems like a good person. Because I'm sure he's barbecuing at a, at a he, drift event. Oh, for sure. Dog. 
Trey Taylor, nice entry. Nice transition. He's doing the damn thing, bro. He is. And a Cadillac. It's uh it's impressive what he's doing right now. Are you ready? Uh yes, what well, hold up. God damn it. I need to have a better way to do this than what I'm doing right now. <laughs> Fuck. Alright. There we go. One more time. One, hey, more my time. One more time. Bad. Colin Taylor says Texas barbecue ten out of ten. That's right, boy. <laughs> Thank you to the homies for supporting. We appreciate you both of you right now. That's all we need. Yeah. <sighs> That's really all it's for. Takes all my bad feelings and turns it into worse feelings. <laughs> oh. Here we go. This is literally what we used to do when we used to hang out and watch Form the D back in the day. Now we just have headphones. In. We're letting Far apart, that's people. all. <laughs> yeah, we're letting you people in the room with us. Hull, baby! Taylor Hull, baby! That's my fucking boy. Let the, nice let the underdogs guy. in. Let the underdogs in the Formula D at the top. Guy is putting this it shit down. <sighs> Look at Hull's chase, though. <laughs> in there, baby. Oh, I cheated. I see it from the top. I to see it from the top. I need to see the replay so I can watch Taylor's chase. But Dai's lead was really Dai's good. Dai's lead is clean, but Dai's so clinical, dude. You can just... You, can you just know what he's going to do. Oh, no. Hull fucked up. My bad. I didn't I was see saying, he, didn't get to, yeah, he didn't get to that outer zone. This part looks good, though. He didn't get to though. that outer zone. He just got to that outer zone. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Dai took that. That whole that that's so a he got the inside sure. clip. He didn't get to the outer zone there. Barely got that one. Not in that one. Yeah, he ran more of a uh, <clears throat> he ran more of a proximity run. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's 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 die for sure. So yo, Jess got me this thing for beers, right? And you can put these boys in it. And this is an ice pack, or you can put tall boys in it, and it's insulated in stainless steel, so it keeps nice. the brew, the brew boys cold. Nice. I'm a huge fan. How's it? We're an it hour in, and I'm like, made out of. Uh, it's all stainless steel. It's just wrapped. It's just like got some shit on it. Oh, okay, I wasn't sure if Scott, it had like a, God, a, dude, a Scott, cozier. Come on. Yeah, no, Scott. I wasn't sure if it was like a cozier grip though, like if it was like rubber or something. Nah, it's like a Ooh. rubberized. I just got a black leopard print because your boy's ridiculous, and you already knew that. So black out everything. Except these kicks, baby. She got on this shit right here, dog. <laughs> you don't. You don't. I can't. I can't see him. I didn't. Because I'm so out of shape me. that I can't put my leg up there. <laughs> Thanks for playing. So that you out. don't want to. You don't want to do the shoe game with me right now. <laughs> Adam LZ, I'm excited for Adam LZ. Yeah. It seems like it, it, like we're watching somebody kind of come into their own in the middle of a season. 
It's kind of interesting. He's also slowly turning into one of the villains from the Fifth Element. I don't know if you're watching the stream right now, but you'll see what I'm saying with those sunglasses and that mustache. He looks like he should be selling. <laughs> he looks like he should be selling. Uh, be an arms dealer, an intergalactic arms dealer at this point. Slash part-time racing driver. Wearing, wearing a suit with no collar. His buttons. All yeah, ex- yeah, that's right. That's right. The Mandarin collar. Oh, God, it's so good. <laughs> and no, I like him. I like, I like that he's coming into his own. I like that. Is his car expensive? Yes, his car is expensive, but as somebody who's like an amateur content creator, to watch somebody who's started out the same way and made a bunch of cool fucking content about cars and he was able to parlay that into a business where he can now drive yeah, and own the shit. for this guy. Yeah, I like I'm like, root for this dude. It's yeah, like, you're yeah, one of us, dude. Yeah, yeah, you're one yeah. of us, bro. You're just a regular dude. So, I, yeah, I support you the You made it. <laughs> Yeah, and he's got you a stick ass car, dude. That car is so fucking tight. Why body S I don't like the I don't like the le- delivery. I love you know it. Me, I love I'm, it. I'm not JDM. Like I hate No, you're not. Like, but I, hate I just American people doing JDM shit. But that's a full on JDM <laughs> car. Like that's a you know, yeah, it's an S15 like, with a do TJ. Your paint job more American. I don't know. Like Oh, false start. Full start. I'm gonna do like lowrider style candy paint on that bitch. Like Ryan Literal? Yes. Ryan Not Literal JDL. has a Ryan Literal's 14. The livery on that car is a super sick combo of like American street car culture and JDM drift car culture. He's got the flames, but it's hella flake, hella pearl. It's all paint. You know what I mean? It's like he didn't wrap it. That car's sick. I was into that super shit. sick. Who was it? Who was the one who had the Rasta S14? Was that Matt Ross that was, Petty? That was Ross Petty. The Ross hey guys, I smoke Petty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Ross good. Petty. So not a lot of people know about that car because that was way back. In the oh, day. I'm guessing something crazy happened. But Ross Petty had a Rasta-colored S15. He's a Falcon driver. And when That's he right. debuted the car to Falcon because they let him paint it and everything himself. And he actually debuted the car to them. Wow, Chris. Might, oh, okay. I like how he kept driving like that wasn't his fault. <laughs> he's going he's gonna... to... So this is where the this, this sport is getting... Shitty and Colin says always support the content creators. Hell yeah, dude. We support that. We support you. Thank you. Um when watch this. Nah, they're gonna put that on Odie, hundred percent. God, that's so sad. So yeah, uh Ross Petty's Rasta colored car. When he first debuted it to Falcon, they should not put that on Odie. When they first debuted it, when he first debuted at Falcon, the valve covers had uh Wheatley print paint on them. Like oh, they, they did little not. Weedless, uh, yeah, they did. And Falcon was not with that. They were like, no. no this is like, pre-legal weed. This is no. That's on yeah, Odie, dog. Is... How? That's he's too close. He's way too close. But Forsberg he's... definitely overtook that initiation. Forsberg's also smart enough to do something like that on purpose, knowing that it's going to put Odie in the trash. No, oh he god, yeah, no, he definitely overtook. He definitely overtook that initiation, though. He threw way too much angle in that. He was not. He was. If Odie didn't hit him, he would have spun out. Yeah. 
Ryan Sage, the genius of Ryan Sage. This is one of those ones. <laughs> They're going to say that Odie pushed him. They're going to say that Odie was too close and didn't give him his space for initiate, which is the well, same shit. This- they're showing the 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 beginning in Odie's on his and, bumper, and you see Chris's bumper lift a little bit. So they're gonna say Odie pushed him. Yeah, Lamontane saying that. He hit that Odie hit Chris before he initiated, bumped his rear bumper. What did you call him? Lamontane, Ryan Lamontane, the fucking not not Sage, the other one. The no, no, I know, I know. It sounds like you're saying Lamontane. It's like he turned right. into a black dude. Oh, <laughs> I mean, he should be so lucky. Um, Shouldn't we all? Wow, says the says the black dude. <laughs> Speaking from experience, my friend. All right, so he he didn't hit him, bro. He, he did not him? hit him. He he's real. If he so, did, if he doesn't, if he didn't bump him, then I I gotta say that's Chris Forsberg's fault. He he. I don't think that Odie actually hit him. The angle that they have is very far away. Not very. I mean, it's you know that yeah, that no, no, he didn't touch him. He didn't. He touch got him. That's real Chris close Forsberg's to him. Fault. He got That's nuts to butt fault. with him, but his but Odie's bumper doesn't flex, dude. And from yeah, no, that's the shadow off Chris's car. And Chris slowed down like a motherfucker, and Odie hammered it because Chris usually goes into that corner fast as fuck. Yeah, they're talking about Osbo and Field in St. Louis when when Osbo tapped Matt Field on entry, on initiation. That's he didn't hit him. If you've ever driven close to somebody in a canyon, you know how close it can look like you are before you're actually hitting somebody. Remember that night? When oh, when Zach bumped you. <laughs> Zach, Zach bumped, bumped you, me. Like, Zach <gasps> bumped me a couple of different times. At like sixty miles an hour up a hill in a mountain. Yeah. In the middle of the night. Yeah, I remember. Thank that. God. <laughs> thank God, I was driving a heavy ass Mustang, and he's yeah. bumping me with a little taggy because. Yeah. Had I been in like a 240 or something, that would have yeah. definitely. That would have been rough. No, if remember the night in... we were with, uh, God, I was, dri- I was driving your car. I don't know why I was driving your car. And we were chasing old boy and his, he was driving somebody else's 300ZX. You were driving my car and Moses and was he, driving. Moses was, was driving, driving Joseph's 300ZX that was dumped. And he went all wonky in front of me. Yeah, I remember that. And we were all trying to tell him, like, bro, that shit's... This is when Hella Flush was, like, at its peak, right? And Joseph's non-turbo... Yeah, it was... I mean, it it plateaued pretty quick, thank God. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it was a non-turbo red 300ZX. And he had... Dude, he, he had BS XXs on that thing at the time. He had a nice set of wheels on that thing. But he had it dumped. And it wasn't yeah. set up right. It wasn't aligned properly. So if you've ever like dumped a car where it's lip to fender fitment and it's not set up properly, like they're not stable at all. Like they're not stable cars. They're you know they like <clears> to <throat> float. 
especially something old with no ABS and like no traction control and shit like that. Like it just likes to get fucking out of control. And he just dumped it, right? Like I don't think he did like any handy like no supporting mud or anything like no that. No supporting like, mud. Oh, okay, yeah. So that yeah. bump steer is still a thing that people and everything. Yeah, probably just the amount of people that dump their shit and don't put bump steer kits on it blows my mind. Like blows my mind because it I I did it the same time that I put the coilovers on my SDI. I was like, give me the roll center adjusters and give me the coilovers and the rear LCAs. Like I want a real functioning suspension. You know, <laughs> like I want right. I want as close as I can get to factory steering geometry because obviously wanna, it's never... I don't want to look the part. I want to actually be the part. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and there's so many people that just it's just and it's such a cheap. It's a three hundred dollar mod, dude. Right. So in for the grand steer? scheme, it, yeah. For Mustangs, my car, it's like for a Mustang, it's like two hundred bucks. Okay, right. It's for mostly ball really joints and tie rods, kit. right? Yeah, yeah. It's ball joints yeah. and and tie rods, right? Which if you're throwing a front angle kit on a Mustang, it's basically just ball joints because you're probably throwing tie rods on it anyway. It doesn't matter. That's all mine was was lower ball joints and tie rods, just to kind of get right because you dump the car the, the steering rack does this shit so you're just trying to bring it back down to kind of normal well actually no our, ours isn't ball joints it's um so it's, it's tie well, rod, it's where the tie rod because the tie rod picks up in a different spot so when you lower it uh, it does yeah this. it kicks up yeah so this is uh it's like spacers that to drop the tie rod back down in a normal angle yeah yeah, yeah you're just trying to keep all that geometry, all that movement as factory as it can be, which yes, lowers your control arms lower to the ground. So you do have a higher risk of like suspension arms hitting shit, but nothing but that's, that's going to risk you take one. Well, also that, and it's like nothing that wasn't going to get taken out by your front bumper anyway. So like, just don't <laughs> drive over shit that high. If you're in a lower car, spoiler alert, but yeah, it's just, you know, it's one of those really simple things and it applies to, it applies to, any car i would say especially a drift car because bump steers sideways at even at 40 miles an hour you don't want that you don't want that you don't want that at all you know you're gonna you're gonna get ripped out of a drift and if some if you're especially if you're in tandem that shit you don't want that yeah you don't you you know your front suspension needs to be dialed dude you know what i mean the rear suspension you know you want droop you want it soft enough to be able to keep contact with the ground stay in drift that kind of shit but and that's pretty easy to execute the rear suspension set up on a lot of cars it's really how stiff of a sway bar do you need how you know what kind of spring rates are you looking at it's not like fucking rocket science in the rear end but the front is where all the magic happens right that's where you get all the angle that's where you get the ability to go around those corners faster and all that shit it's like that shit's not set up right why do you think angle kits are so fucking expensive right yeah angle kits are really expensive but i mean there's like there's really only two or three really good angle kits out from my car. Yeah. And like the the cheapest one, which uh-huh. is plenty, like it, it's uh Is that the Duncan Motorsports one? No. Uh it's another guy. Uh there's a couple a of them right now, yeah. It's a different control arm. Um, but instead of instead of changing the knuckle, uh-huh. it has it has a block with different pickup points for the tie rod oh so it's almost like a like what how part shop max sets their shit up with a ton of adjustment but it's just yeah. like kind of like an adapter that's cool yeah so that's the cheapest one but it's really good i'm probably going to end up getting that but that's the cheapest one and it comes in at like 800 and 
nine like nine hundred bucks almost. And yeah, well, Duncan, like a wise everything from Duncan, and there's like a there's another one called FBF Fab or something like that. My buddy yeah, there's Detroit me, Drifting Company like twelve hundred. Yeah, yeah, for theirs, which is a full on different setup. Here we go. Here's that one more time. Oh yeah. Oh, Turk's not fucking with this dude anymore. <laughs> yeah, Turk. Nah. He said, fuck Dean Carney. Yeah, and then Dean Carney said, fuck Dean Carney. I'll be right back. All right, well, I'm just seeing it, so Turk has good initiation, hitting all the clipping points. Hits the outside zone. Oh. Dean Kearney goes off track, chasing him through the last outside zone. <clears throat> so Ryan Turk is really doing really, really well this, this season. A uh, new car. Um, yeah, it's just, he just seems really dialed in. Dean Kearney's been piloting this Viper for quite some time. Still seems to be fighting the car. I wonder why it is that they keep bringing that car back. So if you guys are watching or listening, probably watching, um, if you're drinking with us, tell, tell like, leave it in the comments what you're, what you're drinking on. I am currently, you know, we're doing the butt lights for one more time. Um, I went to Taco Bell, so I had a Mountain Dew, and now I'm drinking tequila. Casamigos. We're not sponsored by them. What did I miss? Uh, Ryan Turkey, going Dean off Kearney. track. <laughs> yeah, Kurt going off track like motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Other Turk fuck up. Is he calling up five minutes? I think he called it. No, he's back up. He pulled back okay. up. Probably just made a wrong turn when he got off the track. Probably. Here we go. I wish I could post the Instagram from my computer. Church is going to do the super fucking conservative thing. Are Michael Essa and uh, Die sponsored by the same company? Which company? Would I don't think. No, I don't think so. Michael Essa is like borderline looks... privateer. <laughs> yeah, but their livery looks very similar. No, uh... Dye is turn 14, and turn 14's colors are white and blue. Right. So are Michael S's. He has the no, same he's, he has, blue. He has the same blue fender mark or hood marks going up his hood like Dye has going. Only reason I said is because they showed Dye's car parked in the background, and Michael S was rolling up to, to the, the warm-up box. Yeah, and it was like, well, these are very similar looking. 
color scheme. To the surprise of no one, Ryan Turk. So this should go to right. This should go to Ryan Turk. This is very. There's no way that doesn't go to Ryan Turk, dude. No. Absolutely no way. Something like a one more time. How dare you? Turk versus dude. Adam LZ cannot catch a break this season, dude. He's like constantly no. going against like Forsberg twice. L He's uh, pulling all the guys. Yeah, I mean, it's good for him in the sense that it'll make him better. But like, it's obviously not an easy first season. Oswald and Ofa getting to Gucci, LZ, Turk, Roshihara versus Forsberg and Bobby. Ooh, that's gonna be. Well, I mean, it's I, going I to feel be for Dean Carney right now. Because in the last run we were talking about it, we were both kind of leaning towards Dean Carney. It was like, okay, we understand it one more time, but he had a better... Yeah, he, he was yes. a better driver. And then you get the one more time, and, and then he shifts the bed. Yeah. Blown off the track. Right? Yeah. You don't even... It's not even a... The refs don't even have. I mean, the, not the refs. The uh, the judges don't even have to like really talk about this. It was all three. No, he went off. I mean, he like yeah, yeah. Barring the, the the most that he went off on a lead run, right? So chase run. Oh, he went off on a chase run. So all yeah. I mean, all he would have had to put so much pressure to be able to. You know what I mean? Like it just yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. His lead run, Ryan Turk would have to have fucked up on his chase. Yeah, which Ryan <clears> Turk's <throat> not going to do, right? Ryan Turk's not. Especially since, like, I'm sure his spotter was like, okay, he went off. Like, you've got to just. Because you could tell just... he wasn't. He was chasing, but he wasn't. He wasn't being super aggressive. It was like. No, he was just making sure to not get an inactive chase. He just didn't yeah. want to get an active chase run, right? That's, that's the biggest thing. And I fucking hate that shit. Like, I mean, I know it's smart. It's obviously the smart thing to do, right? It's just boring as fuck to watch. Again, here, Forsberg. I was thinking about that. Like, how is it that we could change that? Like, how could they change that? There's no way to change that. I know that. back it's... in the day, well, back in the day, they just didn't tell drivers who was, like, who was winning. Like, But when somebody mean... goes off, like, when somebody goes off, it's pretty obvious, like, who's not winning. True. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not true. It's not like that. It's and you don't see this a lot. You don't see the the um like the really conservative chase runs when they're close, right? Because then it's like I need to yeah be here. I like when you know the the only time it gets interesting is when it's like. Dude fucks up a lead run, and then on his chase run, he tries to apply a bunch of pressure, try to force a mistake to go for the OMT. Like, mm -hmm. that's cool. That's entertaining to watch. And I think you don't get one without the other, right? Like, you're not going to get that moment without the conservative runs as the safety net when you know you don't have to push super hard. Like this with Forsberg. Forsberg knows he doesn't really have to go after Odie. Right. Because Odie fucked it's up his Forsberg. lead run. And, he's not, and you can tell he's not even trying. No. He's not trying. Not at all. He's just, Forsberg's, he's just there. Yeah, he's not Forsberg's even trying to like, hit any clips. He's not even trying to hit any clipping points. He's just like, dude, I've just got to be here. 
he's also almost by seven eleven. No, he's not. Yes, look at the driver's side rear fender. Holy That's shit, goddamn, he is sponsored by 7-Eleven. That's 7-11. a goddamn 7-Eleven. I know that goddamn symbol. He's also still sponsored by NOS Energy Drink after like a billion years. Don't you drink NOS? Oh, I don't drink up. any energy drinks. I don't drink any energy drinks. Anymore, you used dude. to drink one of them shits. Like, I used to drink the Rehab Rockstar. Religiously, after I'd go, dude. Yeah, yeah, after I'd go pound a bottle oh, of Jägermeister to the dome every night. Yeah, I would do that. Yeah, sorry, LA. Sorry, everybody watching. I was a scumbag. <laughs> you used to come to school with, like, your, your, your rock stars. Like, all right, this is my before class rock star. This is my lunch break rock star. I wasn't that just, bad. Now lunch just break. In case I Loco. need one for the drive home. <laughs> no, nah, lunch break was for locos, bro. Lunch break was. Lunch break was a shit show. Yeah, All right, here we go. To the surprise so of no one, Chris Forsberg Chris gets Forsberg. the win. To the surprise of literally nobody, Chris Forsberg gets the win. Cool, most entertaining <laughs> thing in FD history. Chris Forsberg winning another round. Just kidding. He wins the battles, but he doesn't. He doesn't podium super consistently. Mm, not really. Wait, I also wait, think. Forsberg? Yeah. Not super consistently. He always no, gets not a as much as he season. used to. He's, he's also he's using 40. the top. He's using the top legs. He makes it to the grade eight every week or every event, so he stays pretty yeah. close in points, I guess. He's he's operating in that. Yeah, he's he's in the like in F one they'd call him like the best of the rest, right? Like he's always there. He's always yeah. there, he's always gonna be in that spot, but I mean that could be a like that dude's driving an old car. <laughs> it's a fucking old car. It might be nice he's to have a some... multi time champion, right? He has two championships, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I mean, yeah, I guess you can't. I can't really talk shit. It's got twice as many championships as I do. It's always interesting to watch the what fucking ads they put in this thing. The Brit is that a? No, the, the Brit seat out. Yeah, the Brit seat one. Which yes, it. I blew my homie's mind the other day when he called it Brit, and I was like, Nah, it's Brit. He goes, What? It's like, yeah, dude. Yeah. It was it was on a podcast. It was a Chris. It was Chris. I was like, why yeah, is no, it Brit? Because it. it's Japanese. Well, maybe the three people watching haven't heard of Jamal. You ever thought about that? It's not all about you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure if they're watching this, they probably listen to that. I would, yeah, probably. Unless oh, they know God. me, then they probably didn't. I feel a little offended that you said that. I don't really know how to take that. <laughs> Well, tell him to fucking go watch. God damn it! I did. It, it's on my. It's on the page. Mm-hmm. If you're watching this and you're one of my people and you know me, check out the Rev Match podcast too. Cause this shit's funny. That shit's funny. And as long as Jamal doesn't fuck up, maybe we'll have him on one day. It's a lot of <laughs> you know. It's a lot of STI talk, but you know it's funny. We've dialed it back. It's gotten dialed back. There's only two of I us don't now. fuck up. Fuck up how? <laughs> You're like, what is there to fuck up? Like 25 right. people listen to this podcast. 
Uh, fuck. Hey, I'll take 25 in less than two months. That's better than nobody right. in less than two months. Yeah. There's actually people watching, or at least leaving this running. I'll take that over <laughs> nobody caring. I'll take that over nobody caring. Fuck. Yeah. And none of them are us, which is great, because I don't even have it running. <laughs> Neither do I. Oh, I'll watch fuck. it later. You're going to watch yourself talk about Formula Drift later? I'm never watching this. I'm watching it no, as I'm long as I'm not going to watch it. I'm not yeah. going to watch it. I'll listen nah. to it later. Podcast while I'm driving. I'll put this up tomorrow. I'm not fucking staying up all night to edit this shit tonight. After a live stream. So I'm out yesterday driving, doing some deliveries or whatnot. And I remember that game we used to play. We would send each other uh, pictures of cars. And yes. Yeah, yeah. Your people are my people. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. So. It's a gray Mustang, like mine. Okay, okay. New Edge, got it. New Edge Mustang, full on. I don't even know the name of the body kit because oh, all God. body kit, all Mustang body kits are terrible. They're all bad. Only all OEM bad. bumpers. Only OEM. Only OEM. OEM <laughs> only you go Cobra. You go Saline. You don't. You don't do a body kit on that thing. That's yeah. No. That's it. American so body kits are bad. They're all it's bad. Got, I don't care. All They're bad. all bad. Yeah. <laughs> there it's isn't one full... that's ever been made that was good. <laughs> It's got a full body kit on it. And you know how the uh my Mustang the GTs came with the hood scoop? Yes. So it's got a hood scoop on the roof. Oh. It's got one on okay. the hood. But there's there's another one. It's a dual on scooper. Dual, dual scoop. <laughs> dual non functional scooping. That's the worst part, right? Like you double down on some of the new <laughs> shit to begin with. So good, dude. You went through the hassle, like, okay, so I have I have two of these new age new edge Mustangs with the GT hood scoop. I had to go out and find a hood scoop for one of my cars. It's not easy. Really? Like at the junkyards. Oh god, the junkyards, like the people who run the junkyards. Like I got cool with one of the dudes, so he told me what day they bring new cars in. So like I'll try to go on that day. But the regulars at the junkyard already know that. <laughs> So they're already at the cars that just got pulled. And but they that know, doesn't but... scream LA, the fact that there's regulars at the junkyard. Like, I don't I know. know. That. <laughs> That's not the most LA thing I've ever heard about. Right, there's life. regulars at the junkyard, but they, there are. There's like dudes who are there every week and they know what they're looking for. It Like, Mustang. Yeah, they got a parts hustle. Scoops. They got a parts hustle. Yeah, the hood scoops, the fucking rear ends, that, that rear end, they want those. They're coming for that. Those are nine but, inches. No, those are eight point eights in that thing, right? Eight point eights, yeah. Yeah, just almost as good as a nine inch. Almost. Yeah. It's still way better than a Chevy Ten Volt. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Literally anything, any one of the dips in my STI is better than a Chevy Ten Volt, so it's fine. That part I don't understand. Like, come uh, on, Chevy. What's... You guys do great. Everything else except that. Well, that invisibility. Not everything else. Great, you know. Oh, they both. What? what? I'm so mad that it's late, but it's kind of funny. You'll see. Osbo. Bruh. Look at Chelsea Denova. Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> 
They both fucked up. They both Chelsea did. We've got two Chelsea's fault. I'd say that's Oswald's fault because Chelsea is fucking following like he should. They've literally said, what do you do? What am I supposed to do as a chase driver when the lead driver goes wide? You go wide with him. You go wide with him. (laughs) Chasing to me is like the equivalent of playing cornerback in football like that's what i used to play and i had a coach that told me like (laughs) he goes this wide receiver this dude you're chasing he's your only concern i want you to go everywhere he goes if he runs to the 50 you run to the 50 if he goes to the bathroom i want you to be standing there to hand him toilet paper when he walks out the stall jesus christ he's like that's that's how close (laughs) you but he's like that's what you need to that's all you need to do like that's all i care about right I go, well, what if? And he goes, there is no what if. Like, I don't, that's not your job. What if is this guy? Your job is to do what the fuck I tell you. That's the, your job is this guy. So, like, I feel like that's that's how Formula D chases should be. Like, that's your job. Like, if he goes shallow, you go shallow. Yeah, exactly. Like, if that's what you want me to be, if that if proximity is what you want, and you want me to be close, and you want me to be there, then this is what you're going to get. I think that's fair. I think that that's totally fair. I think that... So if we both go off track, no matter even if Chelsea went off first, it's like you were following his line. And I think, yeah, I think that's like the determining factor, right? Like if you're following his line and you go off, like that's not on me, homie. That's on him. Yeah, that's what they're saying right now is that he's doing everything he's supposed to do as a chase driver. Yeah, they're trying to assign fault because Osmo needs work on his car. Oh, well, Osmo went off first, so... That yeah, be no, Osmo went off first, and then Chelsea tapped him, but he was already going on. There's nothing... Who cares? That's Chelsea doing his job and being six inches away from Osmo and can't slow down as fast as the dirt's making Osmo slow down, right? And then he hits the dirt, too. No, they're just trying to assign fault, because I'm sure it looks like Osmo needs his car worked on, and they're trying to see if he has to use his timeout, or if he gets to just go do it. How do you feel about the five-minute rule? <clears throat> the cop timeout? Do you think that that's enough time? Do you feel like I think should it should be, be more than one? Like it's one per... tires in a sport where you go through tires more consistently through, uh, than anything else you go through, with the exception of gasoline. If you de-beat a tire going sideways, <laughs> which is something that the rim, tire, and car aren't meant to do in the first place, hey... If you want this sport to keep going and I DB'd, how about you give me a minute to go get another fucking tire? Yeah, I think that that's a good point because it's like... They're saying something with him. Oh, Chelsea needs to get his car checked. They're just checking everything out. So now they are they've already agreed that that Osmo fucked up. Um, yeah. Do you remember when Mad Mike had the Miata, the four-rotor yes. Miata? 
and he yes. was running those uh those like bead look wheels in the in the rear they had that flange yes. and yeah. he got caught gluing the tire to that flange and it was like a whole fucking thing because i thought that was so stupid but yeah i remember that well it was it's a thing of like he's getting an advantage that nobody else has, right? He has a flange that will keep his tire from de-beating, and he's gluing it to the flange to even assist, at least on that outside edge, right? So if it's to the point where the cars are now getting so fast and pushing so hard to where a driver, especially somebody who can drive to the level that, like, Mad Mike can, is looking for an opportunity, which, I mean, every race car driver, your biggest competitor is the rulebook, right? You're always trying to secure the rulebook, all the way up to F1, right? Whatever. But, yeah, it's like, if the tire fucking DBs and I'm doing my job, like, I don't know, I don't think, like, I don't think it should wipe the run out, but, like, let me go fix my fucking car. Like, you know what I mean? Let me go put a tire on my car. Wait, like, what am I supposed right, to do? Because it's know? not like I'm trying to, it's not like I'm trying to pull the rear axle or anything like that. I've probably I just, already got another set of wheels. I just want to swap them on real quick. With yeah. tires on it. We've got these, you know, they've got it to the point where you pull up and they lift, you know, let's lift it right from under the, the rear diff. Zoom, 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 zoom. You know, like Peter Finley. Zoom, zoom. Look at that. Oh, fuck. You, I forgot about gone. Peter Finley. <laughs> I miss Peter. I miss Peter Finley. I miss Peter, but, man. I got to find Peter somehow, somewhere. It's a, uh, no, it's, it's interesting. I do think that. If the three people that are watching this show, if for some. Have you ever heard of Peter Finley? Reason, if you know a guy named Peter Finley. You tell them we're looking for him. We're looking for him. Um, no, I think it's it's rough, right? It's like considering the amount of shit you see fixed in five minutes, that leads me to think that it is enough time. And they get one per round, right? So top 32, they get a comp timeout. Top 16, they get a comp timeout. Great. Eight, they get a comp timeout. Final four, they get a comp timeout. And then the final, they get a comp timeout. I think that's enough. I think that's enough. Um, I also think it's fair that if somebody gets hit, they get 10. I think you might need to push that to 15 because if somebody gets hit to the point where they have to put their car, you should be giving them as much time as feasibly possible without completely dragging the event on for hours, right? Mm -hmm. To be able to fix their shit because they didn't do anything wrong. You know what I mean? Like at all, that that would probably be my only thing. Would be like if I get nailed, I should have more than ten minutes to unfuck my car. Like you know, I should be able to put my shit <laughs> right, back right. together. And granted, they've so, done it. Like you know, Osbo did it that other event where his whole left side suspension got fucked. He was able to put the car back together. But it's like I don't know. I, I'm of two minds on it. I I think they get enough timeouts. I think the five. I think the five minutes is cool, especially as specialized as these cars have gotten. Like. They're full-on fucking race cars anymore. You know what I mean? You're not fighting anything that isn't needed to be there anymore. So Right, everything's just, okay, unbolt this. We can get to that. Snatch that off. All, right, none of the bolts off. are rusty. Yeah. You're so so you're I, gonna I try to like five minutes is, I, I think if you went to a fair 10 minutes, I'd be a little bit happier because you see a lot of these guys just barely hit the five minutes, and it's like, all right, I've seen guys who have gone in for um, uh, like suspension issues. Yeah, and you give them five minutes, and that's really just enough time. Wow, man, Gucci just yeah, he fucked gave it. up on that one. Yeah, yeah, I like that car. 
Got it. Get that Mustang on top. Get that Mustang on top. Yeah. Okay. All right, bro. Uh, all There's right, enough right, crowds right. to go around. Shut There's up. enough crowds Shut to go around. Up. There's enough <laughs> enough crowds for all of us. <laughs> so, um, what were we saying? I don't know. What oh, so I, uh, the five minutes. Oh yeah, you were saying you'd like so, to. Yeah, attend. so like I've seen people get hit and have to go call five minutes, or like something happened and they go call five minutes. Suspension issue, and five minutes isn't enough time for me to swap out the suspension part, reconnect all the shit back to it. And then align it. They're usually getting eyeball alignments. And then most of the time when you see, I want to say, like, I don't, I don't know if anybody's ever done this because I don't think people care that much. But if there was somebody out there keeping stats of, like, these kind of things and the rate at which the drivers came back and did well, I feel like most oh, of them Oh, I see. Don't. Yeah. I see what you're Yeah, like because the car is not quite proper right but i think that that's right. the most thing, of them come like, back out after that one more time and and half the time they don't even finish their run it's like okay well whatever was the issue is still the issue so but i think that's like, what are we doing five point. minutes like, for because you got to think like if you get hit and you're not at fault you get 10 right mm-hmm. so you have an extra five minutes if you're forced to use a comp timeout that means that either one of your techs missed something in between rounds or before top 32, right before top 32, before top 16, you went offline and damaged your car, which is your fault, right? Which is why you're calling a timeout. Or you hit somebody, which is also your fault. And well. I think that. <laughs> I under, yeah. OD in round one, dude. Depending like, on who we're. <laughs> bro, the, no, no, the, I, I get what you're saying. Tell but, me why uh, I, I went and looked at. Tell me why I looked at. Formula Derp's IG page because he hasn't. He's been quiet this season for obvious reasons, right? But like mm-hmm. one of the only recent posts is like was like so like he was talking shit about the OD Rome Champlain fucking call where OD totally fucking hit Rome and then somehow it's Rome. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? Yeah. So yeah, in situations like that, it's fucked, right? But right. I think that that's a bigger issue of the quality of judging more than the system of timeouts they have. I don't think if I was going to say anything, I think that the two biggest crutches that not crutches, but the two biggest issues that formula D has right now is are track layout and quality of judgment. Those are the two major things at this point. And then obviously the live stream technical difficulties, which they've seemed like they've gotten better. This season, or as the seasons progressed, at least I still like the think first... the, I still think the I, th- I still think that the way the I, I still think the events take too long. Even they do take a very like long somebody, time. As somebody who goes to events and sits there, and I'm just like, it's a six-hour ordeal. Sitting here, yeah, I'm I'm sitting here, and it's like, yeah, like you know, me and you, we used to get like wasted when we went, so we don't know used how to. Long we were there. <laughs> We don't know how long we were there. What do you think about what we're doing right now? <laughs> right. Remember we were super broke, had just yeah. enough money to buy tickets and like, you know, party so, bag stuff. Yeah. And we parked like a mile away and walked oh, to Irwindale. Fuck, that's right. We pounded 40s in the Mustang, smoked a blunt, and fucking walked a mile to Formula D. Holy Left fuck! That's right. In an industrial area, because we didn't want to pay the ten bucks for parking. 
because we needed yeah. to put gas in the stand to get home. Because <laughs> <laughs> I needed you to take me back to my crib on your way home. That's right. Yeah. Fuck, that's so funny, dude. Oh, How we're piece of shit. That was a good day. That we was a good so day. And then we, yeah, no, we, we snuck a joint into the, into the spot and we smoked it in the hot pit. In between top yep. 32 and top 16. <laughs> yeah. Those were the days, bro. I remember yeah. that last that last draft. It's funny how you appreciate stuff like that when you don't have anything. Like it's just like I that was a kid ass so day. That's why just to get here. Yeah, oh, but it's dude, like we had to yeah. do so much just to get there. Didn't we like, like dude, take cans to Coinstar no that morning or some shit? Like we fucking. Like... I don't know. We may. We have. did. Some, yeah, I remember partying at Derek's house, and. Do you remember partying at Derek's house and him just be like throwing yes. in the pile when you're done? And he yeah. would just have a pile of aluminum and glass in the backyard. And then when things yeah. got real tight and everybody was broke, we go turn it in. Don't, bro, tell me why <laughs> one night we went and turned this shit in. There was $147 worth of aluminum and glass in the back of Derek's yard. We threw a party. Like a full-on party in Derek's backyard. I've done that to go to Vegas. Tight. I planned to go to Vegas one time. And like I, I had to like I, I don't gamble so I don't need a lot of money when I right, go to Vegas. I don't like, I'm either. just going. Yeah, I'm just going at it like you know just not feel about feel feel bad about being drunk at 8 a.m. Like that's the only reason I go to Vegas really. No, exactly. Uh, I grew up too poor so, to play with money like that. Shit makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, it does. It makes me uncomfortable. So yeah, like just seeing people do it makes me uncomfortable. Like just walking through the casino and seeing people just like drop twenty dollars on a table and throw some dice at it. And it's like really. You could have just handed me that twenty, and then and got like, the same effect. And wondered if I would have given it back or not, like that. Yeah, and you would have got the same effect because I'm not gonna give it back. So <laughs> you would have lost the twenty either way. But you could have gone to some other poor and poverty's. What is going on over here? Yeah. What are you doing? No, some fucking my computer's being. Fun. We're good. We back. Yeah, no, I'd I look back at those days, dude. The last uh the last drift event I went to before when we went to Long Beach that one time. Oh, and it rained. And it rained and it was like and like didn't Jess and K Fed go back to the room and just take a nap? <laughs> that was the best thing ever because we took them out there and it yeah. rained and both of them were miserable. But we were having it, the best time. And then it, they left. They were like, we're just, we're cool. Like, you guys can hang out at this event and do your own thing. We're just going to go back to the hotel room and drink and take a nap yeah. or whatever. And as soon as they left, it stopped raining. And the event got really good. And we were like, it got really good. It was pretty great. It was, a, it was a good day. It was definitely yeah. a good day. But the one prior to that, I, all, I went to, it was just me, you, and K-Fed that went that time. And um, that was in... I was also in Long Beach. Yeah, that but was I, yeah, remember the year we were, before. Yeah, remember we were drinking fucking... No, this was like two, three years before. This is before June was born. Um, this is when I still lived in LA. Um, oh, that's right. When you came to the last one, Jude was already born. I forgot about that. Yeah. No, but... Uh, we were drinking like $15 margaritas and shit. And I was like, this is such a different experience than how I used to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. We did. Like, we, we showed up. Everybody had like good jobs and shit. And we were. Yeah, like, we all had. We were all making money. It was just different, man. And I we kind went of. To the bar this. first. Yeah. Like, we yeah. Went to the bar like, first. bought food. 
Yeah. Like, I mean, I res- I respect Taguchi there's for some, trying. There's here. something different about like scumbagging it at Formula D. Yeah, it just it brings back the good vibes. That's why I'm excited to finish my car and start hitting grassroots events because that's all it is. Like you're scumbagging it at a grassroots event. Yeah, I need a car, dude. Smoking I mean, I guess I could the back of a U-Haul. <laughs> I could go. I guess I could go fucking drift the STI, but I mean, it's gonna get expensive real fast. What are you, Kumakubo? What? Yo, you throw those things in rear wheel out here. If you if you full because you can control how much how much lock the center diff has, and you okay. can basically oh, almost so completely control the bias of yeah, it and it goes pretty. What's it like eighty twenty or you it's eighty like twenty? More. You can full on swing an SDI. People think you can't. You got to throw a lot of gas at it, and you got to be real aggressive with it because it's still trying to grip with the front end. But but perfect, it, it'll do it. Like. You won't. I wouldn't Perfect. be able to like actually tandem with anybody, dude. I'd be too fucking. No, nah, but you can place. go out there. And, yeah, you can go out there and fuck around on your own. I could go. I could run a couple laps and like yeah. be funny, you know, <laughs> like more than anything, just be the fucking idiot out there in an STI that isn't rear wheel drive converted, <laughs> trying to fucking drift. But nah, I still. We're just. I gotta figure out where we're gonna end up, dude. Before I do anything, you know. Oh, with the the movie. Yeah, we might, dude. We might be in Nevada in a matter of months. So it's like. Yeah, you were telling me that. So technically, you'll be closer. So it's all good. Yeah, and Vegas drifts right there, which is tight. So I'm not, I'm not mad about that. Down to fuck a Vegas drift. Yeah, let's chill out there. Why are they even side by siding this right now? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go. I gotta go hit the head. Yep. I'll be right back. Entertain the people. They're showing an <clears throat> Osbo replay on the left. Son of a bitch. The fact that this is even taking this long, I don't understand. Taguchi literally shit the bed. No way. Vaughn shit the bed on his chase run? That's insane. If he actually... So he overcooked it trying to catch up because he gave him too much leg, which is incredibly stupid to do when you're in a position of the chase driver and the previous run completely fucked up. All right, so here we go. Inside one, outside two. He's pretty far away. Gassing. Yeah. Oh, he's off track.
I mean, yeah, then it still doesn't matter. Because Taguchi's lead run was shit, and Vaughn's was pretty on point. The fact that this is taking this long is kind of ridiculous. So, so Vaughn went three tires off, it looks like. Yeah, Vaughn dropped three wheels. They're saying that both chase runs are incomplete. So they're going to lead, but then Taguchi went super shallow on outside four. So still Vaughn, like, I don't see <laughs> <laughs> So Vaughn got it. All right, I don't need. Okay. Yeah, you don't need anything right now. I oh, just tequila. I love how they're like the tracks that they're at, like Texas Motor Speedway, is such a huge facility that they've got like a full-on drift in the inner, the inner track, and they've got. Yeah. Some sort of, of a it's big old fuck it. Yeah. Well no, you remember uh you remember round one and there's like quizzing going on in the background one? Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. It's stupid. It's talking about stupid. a distraction for those kids. Like you're trying to be cart racing, you're trying to catch the next turn and two cars come speed and by you sideways. Like Yeah. It's ridiculous. The wall. It's absolutely ridiculous. But I mean, it kind of just... It is what it is right now. I don't think they were... Some of these facilities are just huge. Like, we go to Irwindale, which isn't that large of a facility. Long Beach is just the streets, and they just block it off in certain areas. Yeah. Connect streets and parking lots together to make a racetrack. But, like, I went to... um, God, what was that meet I went to? Not SoCal S Chassis, but it was like an S Chassis meet that I went to at Fontana. Uh-huh. You've been to Fontana? I have been to Fontana, yeah. Amazing facility, right? Yeah. Like, beautiful place. But grassroots guys fucked it up, so we can't go back to Fontana. How the grassroots guys fucked it up? I'm not gonna. <clears throat> I'm not gonna say grassroots guys. It was grassroots events that they used to be allowed to be held at Fontana, uh-huh. and you know you just got those guys in the crowd that's like you're already at Fontana. You're using the track. When you leave, just leave. Like don't. Oh yeah, yeah. Like don't rice her out of there, right? It's and that's super- exactly what they're doing. I fucking you, hate that you, shit. I don't know how long ago you've been to Fontana, but the the roads to get from certain tracks to other tracks look like race road. You know, it looks like the race. Yeah, track. they're that's windy. They yeah. Look. yeah, yeah, they made it look like you're on the track at all times. So like these dudes are leaving and they're drifting the exit road. It's like, what oh are you my doing? god! Like, or you're drifting the parking lot that everybody you were just on the track. Now the event's over and you're gonna slide the parking like area. Why are you such an asshole? Right. But that's what happened when I went to the meet there last time, and it was like a S chassis meet. And um, I remember we were talking to some of the guys 
and we were talking about that. Like, is there any way that, like, you know, if we have some good events here, like S Chassis and like other small events, if they're good and they're with the majority of the drifting community, can we talk to you guys about bringing drifting back? And the yeah. people who own it now are whatever kind of younger, and they were like, yeah, you know, we can get into consideration about it, blah, blah. You know, they seemed a little bit more open to it. There was like, we need to see how you guys are. Lo and behold, we're leaving the fucking meeting. These two clowns in 350s uh, start doing donuts. And it's like, just lot. completely fucks everything up for everyone. Because one of them, so there was a, um, like one of those experience things going on on the other side where it was like Lamborghinis and Porsches and all like these. Like, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. These like hypercars that people. So the guy goes over there. One of the dudes at 350Z goes over there and starts doing donuts over there. And I, I want to say he ended up caught. Like, I don't think he crashed, but he caused one of the Lamborghinis to crash trying to avoid hitting him. Right. And by the time I left, police were called. They had put that dude Z on a fucking police trailer. Like, they were taking his shit. (laughs) He was sitting on the ground handcuffed, and his car was going up on a police flatbed. Yo! Adam LZ and Ryan Turek. No, no, no. Oh! Okay. Wait for it. Okay. Ryan Turek's coming in too hot. What's he doing? Adam LZ! Adam LZ! Turk just turked his car. Oh. Turk just turked his car. Real bad. Real bad. First of all, look at the handwork by LZ going into this initiation. No e-brake. All balls. <laughs> <laughs> Drops the wheel. That drop, that tire drop. Has oh god, yeah, that was... with, has nothing to do with Turk. Turk fucked his own game up. LZ got out on him, dude. Yeah. He's in a he's in a diesel zone there, so it doesn't matter. Like LZ's not in the section. I think so Turk just came in too hot. He tried OC to come one. in too hot on that transmission. Because he was too, yeah, he was too far back. Yeah, look, he swings it, taps him. That was, dude. That was all Turk. Turk did that shit to himself, dude. Yeah, because Adam LZ went off and got right back on track. It wasn't even like he drove off track for a length of time. His tire dropped and he was right back on. Nah, it was more Turk, of a transitional drop. Turk was too <clears throat> fast in the transition. Oh my god, what if... Well, he took the, the first interclip shallow. Smacked his whole shit up. Yeah. And Turk's two tires off. Oh my god, dude, he fucking destroyed that roller. That's it. 
Yeah, that's it. Turks weekend's over, dude. Dude, what if what if what if Adam LZ Dude, if Adam LZ event? wins this event, I'm, I don't even know how to like. I might buy an Adam LZ shirt or something. I would buy a, a couple. That's so sick, if dude. Adam, right, if Adam LZ wins this event. Yeah, no, if Adam LZ wins this, I'm all fucking for it, dude. I am. I'm all for it. Because um, who's left? If he just that, took out Turek. Uh, Denofa just Vaughn won. Vaughn took himself out, right? Vaughn t- no, Taguchi took himself out. So it's Vaughn. Oh, Taguchi. So Vaughn's left. Ooh, so it's Vaughn, Tegu- it's Vaughn, Denofa, LZ, and then who? there's one more. I can't remember the battle. Fuck. An Adam LZ, an Adam LZ, uh, uh, Chelsea Denofa. Ooh, shit. Look at that wheel. Right? Adam LZ Denofa match would be. The the problem, the thing that Adam LZ has in his back pocket, if he ends up matching up with Denofa, is that he has just as much of a chance as Denofa losing the match as he does of winning it. So like, right, right. That's what I'm saying. It's gonna be a great match, and hopefully, like they just both just drive like, yeah, they like just drive well, park or something. Yeah, yeah, just drive well, drive wild, keep it crazy, but have a good time. And, yeah. I mean, yeah, I like having Adam LZ in. I think I don't. I hope he doesn't go back to Pro Two. Uh, I wouldn't mind either way. <clears throat> no, I think you need. I think you need somebody like you him. Need, but you need somebody to bring up the ranks of Pro Two. Like, there's no stars in Pro Two. There's nobody in Pro Two that like people are like watching because this guy's in Pro Two. I but think I think Adam LZ, need, when yeah. he was in Pro Two, when Ryan Literal was in Pro Two, Pro Two had a little bit more star power. So. I remember watching those Pro 2 events. Like, now I just watch Pro 1. I don't watch Pro 2. When, like, these guys are in Pro 2 and other dudes are in Pro 2, I was watching Pro 2 as well. Yeah. No, I'm with like, it. When Formula D I guys get are getting bumped back down to Pro 2 because you didn't have a back. Oh, God. How long ago was that when you had to have a certain amount of points to be in Pro 1? Uh, no, now you have to get a license, like, right? Right, but back in the day, you used to have to have a certain amount of points to be in Pro 1. Even if you had a license, you had to keep up with the points. If you didn't have enough points after a certain amount of rounds, you got pushed back down to Pro 2. That's true. So you saw a lot of really good drivers because of, like, car issues and shit like that. They get pushed back down to Pro 2. So you'd have, like, Dean Kearney at, like, two Pro 2 events. Because his car wasn't working for the first two events, so now he doesn't have enough points to be considered pro one, so he gets bumped back down for a little bit. <clears throat> I think that that doesn't. Uh, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that setup. I think that that's like a good way to go. My point is, I think it's important to have somebody like LZ in pro one because he because the last dude that went from pro two to pro one is literal, right? So it's like, yeah, it's just it needs to still be like a well Taylor Hall that that whole little class. Oh, that's true. Guys right there. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's I guess that's a good point. Um, 
I mean, I see what you're saying. I see what you're getting at. And into that, like, if Ryan literal was doing better, you wouldn't necessarily need Adam LZ to to jump up to Pro One. But Ryan literal just, I just don't like him in that Z. Let him drive his 14. I agree. I'm with you. I don't. I also Let don't him drive like that him 14. In the Z. I I also yeah I don't. There's no way that Ryan Tur five minutes get out of here. <laughs> They're just gonna snatch everything off. Did he break every suspension part? It looks like he literally broke his entire ass. So I don't really know what to do with that or what his thought process is there. Um, Calling five minutes instead of just retiring it for the day. Yeah, I don't. Well, I mean, he's obviously going to try to like, he's going to try to get it done. He's going to try to like do the damn thing. But I think that, uh, yeah, it's just a matter of like, dude, you completely went off. You completely, completely right, went so that's off. What I'm, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, why would not just retire it for the day? You've already went off. You're at a deficit. Unless, like, when Adam LZ barring is a miracle, you, barring a miracle that, like, he goes off as well and you guys get a one more time, this is probably where you're going to end for the day. And calling five minutes with what your car just went through, it harkens back to the point from earlier of once you tear up suspension shit, five minutes ain't really enough to get her done. I don't see like I, I see him possibly doing more damage to his car. It's like just retire. You're already in the grade eight or whatever. Take the points and stroll. Like you're still in the top spot. You have as a long you as, have a yeah. Well, I think hopefully Adam takes right out now. Bond for you. <laughs> Hopefully Adam that's, takes yeah, that's Bond it. for you. And, but and, that's really yeah. it, right? Like that's like, his Bond only. Bond doesn't close too much on you on the points race. That's literally his only potential outcome. There is that is hoping that uh, somebody takes out Bond for him. Yeah, I mean, because what else is he gonna do? Like he doesn't have he doesn't have any. This, I mean, I'm sorry, he's not getting that car back together. He's not getting nah. that car back together. He's need, he's need he's need four wheels, four wheels and tires just to start. Probably broken tie rods in the front, whatever broken suspension parts in the back. Like that? No, that's not gonna do. Anything. Five minutes is not enough. Yeah. Chris Forsberg's car doesn't seem like it has twelve hundred horsepower to me. I'm sorry, it just doesn't. It doesn't seem like it has that much power. I think he feathers a lot. Chris Forsberg think... versus Die. This should be the most perfectly boring battle ever. And so far, that's exactly Just what it is. Clinically boring. It's really interesting to me that somebody like James Dean, who's equally, actually, more perfect of a driver than either one of these guys, is somehow still more entertaining to watch than either one of these guys. Like, because I think James Dean's style 
though he's as good technically as good as uh, of a driver. Um, his style lends different to the eye. Like it looks better to watch he, him drive. Than he it does he initiates to watch these two guys drive. Yeah, he initiates super aggressive, like super aggressive, and he holds it right. So like he'll flick that motherfucker. That's that European. There. That's that. Yeah. That's the, Drift All Stars, the European All Stars thing. They, yeah, and like the last second, I like it. The, the snap initiations, right? So it's like he'll ride that outside zone as long as he can, and then snap it last second, real hard, bring it back around, stay on the gas, and won't fuck up, and he'll land exactly where he needs to be. So everything he's doing is technical, but it, yeah, it's just it's so like visceral to watch. It's that old school style, right? It's like. Like, if Forrest Wang could drive like that, he'd still have a place in Formula If he dialed the angle back a little bit and just, you know, I miss Forrest Wang. I miss Forrest Wang a lot. I, think I miss Forrest great. Wang, and I don't, I miss Forrest Wang, and I don't think he needs to change at all. I, I think the rules. If he I wants to be in Formula yeah. Unfortunately. No, no, no. I think the rules, unfortunately, make it hard. Like, they kind of cater to certain driving styles. His is not a driving style that no, he's too know, wild. And but that's fine. Like that's what's exciting about him. Because if you really watch him run, like oh. no, he's not the greatest. He's not the greatest chase driver. But no, as a lead not. driver, god damn it! Like if you can stick with him, you're gonna have a great chase run. So that like they shouldn't penalize him for the way he drives. No, I agree. It was a lot of like guys like Forsberg complaining that he was dropping too much speed mid like mid entry and shit. You know what I mean? That was always the thing. Like him and Forsberg got into it a, yeah. a few times. Yeah. What's up? Well, that's Colt? why. He, that's why he My retired. Boy Colt just joined. Yeah, that is why he retired. Because Forsberg well, was, t-boned him, and they said it was his fault. Fucking right. They did say that it was Forsberg his fault. t-boned him, and they that's said right. that he. Because he, he dropped too much, too much speed. Like, speed. Yeah. Well, that's the, the, and that's funny too because it's very. I don't know how hard it is to literally find this video anymore, but they did have like an upper view of it. Forsberg yeah. at no point in time, like he came off that bank, there was no real transition there. He came off that bank straight and he drove straight into the door. Yeah. Like there, it wasn't like he was swinging it from left to right. He swung it from left to middle. That was at Irwindale, wasn't it? In the middle. No, no, no. That was at a. That was at a wall. That was in oh. Jersey or Washington. Oh, that's what. That was... Yeah, that's the one with the bump. And the... and, and Forsberg gets the win. Yeah. To the surprise of no one. <laughs> that shit. How do you that's even pick a winner? Best. Nobody wants how to do go you... one more time out of that. But how do you even pick a winner in a battle that boring? <laughs> how do you even definitively <laughs> say this guy won? They drove we all won because the they're not doing it again. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's what right. I, we're the winners because they're not just, doing it again. Somebody just pick one. Just fucking pick one. Just get, get, just get these guys out of here. Just get these motherfuckers out of here, man. Boring ass. Ain't nobody want to see this ass. shit. Ain't nobody want to see this goddamn shit. Fucking Seven Eleven sponsored as. I want to know why. LZ Denova getting Forsberg in the final four. It hurts, dude. Colt, if this is as close to your hometown, you should be there. Your name's Colt. This sounds like it's close to your hometown. That's rude. Colt's my dog. I didn't say Colt was a bad guy. Colt, Colt is the most quality human being that I know. 
And I don't even mean that as a shit. It's just all my other friends are really super jaded and fucking beat up inside. Colt isn't. <laughs> Once again, I didn't say Colt was a bad guy. It's like an hour. You can get Your there in time Colt. for ending you... ceremonies. <laughs> fucking do it. So it's, Turk? Amazing that, it's amazing that Matt Field is in the top 10 in point standings. He's eighth currently with the way he's been driving this season. Like dog shit? Like hot dog shit? Yeah. Like hot dog shit. So that's either like he's either putting it together enough to get good points or everybody else is driving like hot, hotter dog shit. Everybody else is driving like hotter dog shit. No, like it's not even that. Well, it's, he's getting into top 16 consistently. That's the thing. Like <clears throat> yeah. literal hasn't been in top 16. I think literal's been in top 16 once. Yeah, so it's so. just something like that. I think it's a matter of that. I have to hit did the head. Entertain the three people watching. He did. Yes, he did. He made it in top okay, 16 so. yesterday. So it was yesterday. He made it in today, too. He just went off track, remember? Happened so quickly. All right, so Adam LZ has made it in his rookie season in Formula D in the sixth of eight rounds. He has taken a complete transformation. Uh, We talked about how he was driving in the beginning of the season, and he looked like he was not qualified to be there. And now he is in the final four at Texas, which is a big, fast, aggressive track uh he's going up against some good drivers uh who's left is von Gittin jr chelsea denofa and chris forsberg his best bet to win would be if he took on sad for me to say his best chance to win is if he took on the mustang guys um it's just the way that they drive is more aggressive it's more. It lends itself more to error, uh, which if he's paying attention, he can capitalize on. If he goes against Chris Forsberg, I just don't see him beating Chris Forsberg. Chris is too. He's too consistent. He's going to keep doing the same thing unless Chris is just tired and ready to get up out of here. He's bored with this event or something or whatever it is that you know these drivers get. You know where. Yeah, I just don't want to be here anymore. So whatever happens, happens. But. I don't see Chelsea getting past. I mean, not Chelsea. I'm sorry. Adam LZ getting past Chris. His his road would be better served if he went up against one, if not both, of the Mustang guys. He could. Him and Chelsea are are you know, they're a little bit more evenly matched, and he could, could. That's a big could. The big could potentially catch Vaughn. Being over aggressive, um, but once again, that's a big could because Vaughn's pretty dialed in. He's trying to—I don't know what that was—but <laughs> uh, he's trying to—he's trying to, you know, come back. So we got 20 seconds left, and they are putting Ryan Turk's car back together somehow. Somehow, it looks like they might get it done. Nine, 
Uh, they got to have the car back on the ground in five seconds, and the jack just got the car up, so I don't think that's going to So yeah, they they didn't they weren't able to get the car back on the ground in time. They got the car back on the ground, but the the Formula D uh, the Formula D uh, God I can't think of the words the words form, but the people who enforce the rules are saying that they didn't they didn't get it down in time. Literally, they had one one more tire to get down on the on the ground uh, and. The time expired as they were jacking the car up and dropping, uh, getting that jack stand from under and dropping the car on the ground. The time expired, so they told him that they could not, could not finish. Sir, giving up. Uh well he didn't get the car back on the ground in time. So LZ's car. Yeah. Yeah. So LZ's Ryan in final four. So it's crazy. So he's got three of the four tires on the ground. And they're jacking the la- the right the last side up to take the jack stand from under it as the and time the expires. And they were like and they put the car on the ground. They were like, no, car had to be on the ground four seconds ago. Sorry. So yeah, uh, Adam LZ is going to the final four. Final four. So uh, I was just talking to the people about this. Adam LZ is in the final four with Chris Forsberg, Von Gitten, and Chelsea Denofa. If he is going to win this event, I think that Adam LZ's best bet is to go up against one of, if not both, of the Mustang guys. I think Chris Forsberg is just too consistent. He's going to do what he's supposed to do. He's up against Denofa. I think Denofa no, gives him the best chance to move no, forward. No, he's not. And if, I'm lying. He's, and if he's he against can getting catch up. Vaughn, yeah. if he can catch Vaughn being over-aggressive and slipping, which is a big if, sometimes Vaughn gets excited, but it's a big if. But I think that would be his best bet. I think if he goes Vaughn up against Vaughn can't Chris, overcook like himself, yeah. Yeah, but it's very rare. Um, but It I is think rare if, compared to If he goes up yeah, against Chris... You're you're banking on something a little bit even more rare with Chris just fucking up for no reason. The likelihood of well, Forsberg took a shit yesterday though. At the end, at the very end, he fucked up his chase run, and that's what put him. Well, I did say that. I said unless Chris is like ready to get up out of here or something, because I feel like he he goes out like in the in the final four and shit, and I, and it's the, the weirdest little mistakes. It's just like. He's, he has those moments where he's like, all right, I've been here all day. I got enough points. Like, I'm just going to get yeah, a like he's, all, he's just like over it. He just doesn't yeah. want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> he's, even, he's even boring to him. And he doesn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> he's boring When I drive, I don't bad. excite myself. Right. So I'm just right. going to fucking. Yeah, I just want to go home, guys. Right. It's just. I just let's, divorced let's my old traffic. lady. I got a new girlfriend. Like, I want to go. <laughs> let's beat traffic. Let's yeah, exactly. Get up out of here real quick. I'm going to straighten out. I'm not going to crash the car. I'm going to straighten out real quick. We're going to take this L and we're going to get up out of here. All right, guys? Sound yeah. Good? Let's go. 
Wait, it's Denofa. I read this completely wrong. So it's Denofa versus Gittin? Which uh, means he got Forsberg. It means he got Forsberg. Right. I can't read a grid. Biggest biggest revelation from this whole live stream that I can't read. Since you don't know how to read a grid, yeah. <laughs> That's probably one of the things I do look at on these, and just it just makes sense. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. That makes, That's the only, it. yeah, right. The only yeah, I can discern through all the other bullshit in the sport, but the grid, fuck, that's where I get caught up. The battle in Seattle. I really hope that YouTube saves this stream as a recording because I didn't record it on my end. I only recorded the audio. So <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna learn together on that one. Awesome. Awesome. It's cool. We have another one to do. Yeah. This is fun though. I enjoy this. This is cool content. This is cool to do. Gives me a, yeah, good, reason a good time. To, yeah, it gives me a good reason to watch this and then uh, obviously interacting with people is cool. And as we grow yeah. it, it'll be even more fun. So that's tight. We could do this shit for uh for smaller events too. That's what I was thinking too. Like we can like to some extent like just do like just commentary on like any events that we really want to. <laughs> yeah, it I think have it doesn't have to necessarily be Formula D. Like we could all right, Dave, did you watch this event? Did you watch that Drift Masters? Alright, yeah, let's do it. Oh, Tanofa uh, fucking took a shit. Had to you take a shit or you had to take one for the boss. Oh no. There we go. Send it. You'll see. Ah, uh, Chelsea initiated too early. Then he straightens out. And then he straightens out again. He's just driving he, straight. Yeah, and then he and then fucking he finally gets it together end. at the end. Yeah. Okay, so... Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Hey, how many how many cancellations do you think to the school of drift has Chelsea gotten this season? <laughs> yeah, we decided we're gonna go to dirt fish. You know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know what? Uh... No, Chelsea's the shit. Chelsea's Chelsea's the shit. He just uh, actually, and I'm sure I don't know if he watches, but he'll correct me if I'm misspeaking. My buddy Kelly. Is uh, an instructor up there at the at school, school drift? drift? I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm pissed off about it that he went up there because he was supposed to be down here helping me get the car together. Car, but that's a great opportunity, just, though. Kelly's an amazing driver, though. Too. Like, yeah. He's I, uh, without telling too much about what he is or what he does, without him here to clarify, he used to work for Toyota. And his whole job was like to he would try to destroy the car pretty much. Like he was a test driver. Oh, was okay. Like, yeah, I try to like I Break try it. to drive them to the point where they can't. Yeah, like, like that's he a goes, good yeah, job. New, like, cool gig. Lexus, yeah. like LFA or whatever. And he goes, yeah, I got to drive it to like try to make sh like try to drive it past what it's capable of. And I was like, that seems kind of dangerous. And he goes, yeah. I've had to try to like flip trucks and shit like that. Oh, <laughs> what like, the Can fuck? you go see if you can flip this truck? And he goes. 
Uh, uh, I guess. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I, I mean, he told me they have like that whole gimbal on the side where if it does roll, it catches. Oh, okay. That. Yeah. And he goes, but yeah, that's wheels. my job is to like unsettle the cars, like to see. Like, I've seen how that. Much yeah. You do to them. Guess, that all came about after cool. the whole. Remember that when like the explorers were rolling because of the Firestone tires? That's when they really got serious about the rolling. Well, goddamn Firestone tires. Because the goddamn explorer was. Nah, it's because the fucking Explorer was taller than it was wide. That's true. The center, oh my god, dude! Look at Denofa. That shit was so sketchy. Watch, watch, watch Denofa's initiation in this fucking round. Oh my god! <laughs> this motherfucker just—it gets worse, dude. Oh god! He just cannot get it together, dude. Vaughn's gonna talk to him in the trailer. <laughs> He's about to lose his ride after this season. <laughs> if he puts in, He's like, we're putting out like LZ that. in the. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna yeah. put LZ in the purple and gold car. Or one of the other dudes that drive a Mustang. I'll pull him off the Shelby team. Yeah, oh, just way too much yeah. luck. Right off the bat, way too much luck. Why did you? St- oh, and he stays. He stays in it because he knows that if he lets off, he gets a penalty. So he hopes that he can just. Like why? Because he's try. He's hoping that he can bring it around and just power the car straight. I guess I don't know what the thought process there is. He came out too hot. Look at that. I mean, he would have been. He would have been fine if he didn't do that into the last outer zone. Like if he would have pulled it under a little bit of control for that last. He had the gap too. That's the thing. Yeah, he's got. I mean, you should have just. He just went in way too hot. That was all handbrake and no rear brake. Yeah, initiation is fine. I, I mean, it's not the best, but yeah, he's pulling gap. He's getting to the outer zones. He's hitting his clips. But that last one, he just. I said, what are you doing? Yeah, he. You can even look at his initiation. Like, he stays in it so long coming out of that that third. Yeah. Sorry, second outer clip. Right? He should have let off and chucked it sideways and just kind of let it scrub speed off throttle. Yeah, he should, have let it, he should have let it wash a little bit longer. Yeah. As opposed to powering, you know, two-thirds of the way towards that out, outer clip, then transitioning, staying on power the second that he transitioned, and then just over-rotating. Right. He should, yeah, it's just way too hot. And the, I mean, that's... Dude, every single time that he fucks up, it's that Jesus, kind of situation. Formula D, you guys, you guys made me spend way more on these butt lights than I should have. Yeah, no OMTs. No. no. Yeah, you bought a 30 rack. I bought a six pack. I bought a. <laughs> Dude, because I remember back in the day, like, we would go through, we would go through a lot of. With 30 rack. Certain events, certain events, dude, the one more times were like. Irwin, no, the one more time was crazy. Vegas, the one more times were wild, too. The, yeah. Remember well, because everybody. Of, we watched an event yeah. in Vegas and it was like, one more time, one more time, one more time. Oh, fuck, I think that's we stopped right, yeah. drinking. Yeah, we stopped. We, we did. Like, we yeah, no, top it. 32 took four anymore. hours. It took four hours for top 32. All right, here we go. Oh, man. 
LZ and Forsberg. He's he's if trying. LZ dude. wins this, I'll pound this beer. <laughs> Yo, LZ's putting on a good show right now. He is. Yeah, that that initiation's all clutch kick. Yeah, I like that shit. I like the way that kid drives. You. <laughs> Ooh, he's laying the... down a run. Yeah, he's laying down a run. I like the way Adam LZ drives a lot. Look at this, Manji clutch kick, bang the fuck out of it. Real nice. All right, let's see how Chris does in the chase. Chris does a great job in this chase. He didn't really get close until the last zone, though. No, but he's... LZ has to murder this chase run to even have a chance. Honestly, I think as long as LZ doesn't fuck up this chase run, this could be a one more time. That'd be his second one more time against Forsberg in two days. Because Adam, Adam LZ has a very, very good lead run. and Chris That's Forsberg a great lead a, run. He has a, a decent chase run. It's not amazing. He's not as close as he could have been, but it's Adam very Adam LZ smooth. needs to get on him now. This is where Adam LZ fucks up against Forsberg. He gives too much rope. He's strained out. Yeah, see... He did the same shit yesterday. He gives him too much of a lead, dude. There you go. Yeah, he, and he just there did you it. go. He, he, I'm watching the takeoff, and he just did it where he let. There's a car took off first. Well, well, he takes off first as the chase driver because you can get the jump. But he he takes off, and then he looks to see where Chris is. It's like, no, dude, stay yeah. on the fucking gas. That's a one more time. I think that's a one more time. That's a one more time. Because, I mean, if they're going to say Adam LZ wasn't as close as Chris, you can go back and, like, well, Chris wasn't super close either. Like, we're talking about, like, a, a couple of inches at this point, and they're running the exact same line. Like, he's following I'm going to be pissed if this isn't out one more time. Nah, he's an OZ too. You're tripping, Sage. Get out of here. That's a one more time. I think that should be a one more time. I can't I see any universe. But like, I'm gonna be pissed. I don't taste this butt light. Then Formula D is has failed me. Mm-hmm. He wasn't much closer, dude. They're gonna get no, him for this right here. They're gonna get him not for that for going. No, nah, they're gonna get him for this. They're gonna give it to Forsberg, which is fucking bullshit. Why? What part are you saying they're gonna give it to him for? He was closer going into outside zone three and outside zone four. <laughs> yeah, but. That should be a one more time. I agree. I think it should be a one more time. But I can also see that I can see that five percent in which they give it to Forsberg, where they always give it to Forsberg. And it's... Does that? I think Adam have a have a, have a No, it's carbon, bro. 
<laughs> what is it? Oh, wait. Oh, shit, dog. It's a one more time. Yes. <laughs> Adam LZ. One more timers. All right. I got to go do the thing. I got to go grab one. Come on, dude. What are you doing here? I hope that you, the who are participating along, are not like my uh, co-host Valoria here, and have your beers ready near you, like mine. All oh, right, there I got all my liquor ready, waiting right there. Ah. So if Adam LZ wins this event, people. I'm shocked. My... I'm shocked I'm, right I'm, now. I'm, I'm stoked. I'm stoked. I can't believe I can't believe the judges were actually fair. I can't either. Come with some nonsense. I, Did you like do you yours? Said, like, oh, they're gonna no, no. How you said they're gonna give them Kept, they're going to ding him for zone three and four. When I watched yeah. the replay, I was like, yep, that's what they're going to try to do. If they're going to find somewhere, that's what they're going to say. They're going to say it's zone three and four. Yep. Yeah, but they, yeah. they didn't do it. They gave it to him, and he fucking earned wow. it. And I'm fucking stoked that he, that he got there. Here we go, boy. You ready for this shit? No. <laughs> Good lordy. Oh, Taco bad. Bell. I felt bad. I had Adelbertos. I had a fucking chorizo breakfast burrito. Ooh, Jesus. It was good, though. Soy chorizo or like real chorizo? Like real, real, real. The soy would have been worse. God, yeah, soy chorizo. Joke. Yo, okay. Yes, but there's a pizza joint up here. Blaze Pizza. It's like a chain. They might have one down there. I don't know. I'll Wait, get a ton of Blaze Pizzas. I don't I think know. It's, I know it's a chain. I've been in... Blaze Pizza. Does he really? I didn't know that. Yeah. So anyway, they have a soy chorizo, and I'll do soy chorizo and pineapple on a cauliflower pizza. It slaps. I know it. I understand your face and the face that you're making right now, and I understand what position it's coming from, but just try it one time. Change your life. Well, I've gotten to the point where I make my own pizzas. Oh. Vaughn's talking lightweight shit about Chelsea.
Von Gin Jr. is talking. Team owner. Oh. Jamal. Fuck. Having some technical difficulties. We lost Jamal for a second. There we go. Oh. You're back. You're back. Right. You're back. We're good. Yep. We good. We good. So yeah. So I was just telling the people, but probably just telling myself because I'm not the one. You were just telling yourself because nobody could hear you. Just myself, <laughs> yeah. That uh, Vaughn will be going against either Adam or Chris. Fucking that is Adam the LZ might be going to the finals. That's so sick. Wait, let me see if I cheated again. Trying to see if I pulled a Matt Field. On the I did pull a Matt Field on the spear. I'm lying. I was lying. <laughs> I think that's great. I think that that's great. I think that that. I hope that LZ pulls this through. Um, you want to see him win the event? I at least wanted to see him get to the final. Uh, and I think an Adam LZ. Von Gin Jr. battle would be incredibly entertaining. Yeah, I just really like That's the way Adam Von was just saying that that he uh, that he wished him and uh, Chelsea's battle was a little bit. Yeah, better. That's what I'm saying. He was talking. You didn't hear me because you were disconnected, but he was lightweight talking shit about Chelsea. That was like yeah. team owner level shit talking. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was. That's what I was saying earlier. Like he's the boss man's gonna catch him in the trailer. Like, hey, bro, what are you what are you doing out there? Like. We got a chance to, you know. Come on, Adam. Come on. Forsberg's going to be on his ass. Oh. Let's see. Let's see. Forsberg almost got ahead of him. Wow. That was that was the most clinical okay. I've ever seen Chris Forsberg. Okay. That was good. <clears throat> that was a good battle. Adam LZ's his lead run was solid, but my concern is he won't be able to chase to the level that Forsberg can. Yeah, because I think Forsberg definitely got a little bit kind of the same chase he did before. He was just tighter, more yeah. consistently yeah. tight. And I think well, he I, knew. Yeah, he, like you said, yeah. I don't. I don't know if Adam would be able to like. I don't think Adam has. Adam would. Adam would have to to tighten up to the level that Chris was at in the last round for them to even consider doing it one more time again. He needs to basically go into this next round like it's the last round in Formula Drift for the rest of his life and just drive the absolute dick out of that car and, like, if he fucking wrecks it, he wrecks it. You know what I mean? Like, that's... Yeah. He's... I think what you're seeing in Adam LZ is him pushing himself to the pro limit 
I think he has the skills necessary to do it. I just don't think that he knows that yet. It's a lot I faster. The, I think I think he's hit that zone today. Where yeah, he's, he's definitely like, getting he's everything's just right. He's getting the right amount of competition from he, each driver at the right time. Oh. Why is Ryan Turk back at the leg? Okay. What just happened? What you're gonna see some shit right now. Wow, Adam, what are you doing? Watch this shit. Oh, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Look like he's going back to the future. <laughs> They both drop tire. But wait, here's my question. <clears throat> oh, no, never mind. Okay. No, my question initially was going to be if Forsberg dropped tire, like, why isn't that on Forsberg? But. Because <laughs> one could argue that Forsberg dropped a fuckload of speed dropping tire. I can't believe Chris Forsberg's back tire was on fire. Right. But I can, I mean, their first, I mean, it's Forsberg. But like, yo, props to Adam. What's the uh, what's the dude? Uh, Hellrider. It's the guy Ghost who rides Rider. the motorcycle with the flaming yeah, control Rider. and the chain and shit. Ghost Rider. Yeah. Yeah, I think that. Uh, Ghost Rider. My biggest thing. Yeah. Oh, you you were your internet's fucking up a little bit. I said Ghost Rider like seventeen times, and you just heard it. <laughs> It's all good. You're fucking up a little bit. Yeah, there it goes. It's cleaning up. Obviously, this is going to Forsberg. Surprise him, no yeah. one. Um, again, props to Adam, though, I think, for trying. I'm, I'm excited to see him at Irwindale now. I don't want him Adam to go back be... to... Yeah, I don't want him to go back to Pro 2. He will... Oh, <laughs> He will go backwards well, next from year, here. I don't think so. If next year, okay, so say, say base case scenario, COVID and everything goes away or whatever. Right. And then next year, as far as we're concerned, Formula D schedule is back to normal. I think Adam, with having this experience, with having like this tight, quick experience and, and Pro 1, could go back down to Pro 2 retool his whole little setup and like just really just get it down in like make a killing at pro two just like one or two seasons of just dominance at pro two to just really get your shit together and then jump back up into pro one like all right i've been here before i mean james dean did the same thing james dean was a falcon driver years ago couldn't really figure it out left went back to europe Became a monster, and then, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know what you mean. 
Yeah, Peter Wycheck. I I know yeah. what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I just think that. Um, I'm just saying for the longevity of his career, I think that's yeah, be a better move for Adam Elzey. Maybe. I, I see what you're saying. For the excitement of the overall sport, having him in Pro 1 right now is better. Yeah. And it, I, I think and a, I think a lot of what happened... he's probably one of the most exciting drivers in Pro 1 right now. I think a lot of what will happen to Adam Elzey's career is what kind of sponsorship attention he gains from this season because he's got in juku and he's got all that obviously he's like funding a lot of his own shit but mm-hmm. i think that if he picks up a bigger tire sponsor or achilles throws more money at him or he picks up literally fucking anybody right um we're like hey, we'll f- up the cost of like the year for him a little bit. Yeah, yeah, the transportation costs, right? That's the biggest thing that people don't realize. It's like getting this whole setup across country for eight events is a lot. That's expensive, you know. And it's it's oh god, yeah. So I remember you know, I, that's- I was reading up on it one year. And this was years ago that I read up on this, but they were talking about it, and the Formula D driver was saying on the low end, and it might have been Kyle Mohan was telling saying it. He goes, yeah, if nothing. If nothing goes wrong, everything goes according to plan for every event, the uh-huh. whole year, the low end to run a full Formula D season is like 70 grand. Jesus. Just in transportation yeah. costs. Just everything. He was like, just, you know. Tires. And yeah. yeah, tires to pay the team to get to here to there, transportation, gas, everything. Because he was like, you know. Like one of the things he was saying, he goes, "You can't just like a lot of us lose time and money in transportation because you can't just drive from one state to the next." He goes, "Sometimes you can't take these trailers across certain spots." Yeah. So like he goes, "You know, I've he he said he was going to Texas or something, and he was driving through Arizona or whatever, and they told him like halfway through they go, oh, you can't take your trailer down this road to enter Texas. You got to enter Texas on that road over there.'" He goes, how do I get there? You got to go back to where they meet. <laughs> Halfway in Arizona somewhere. He goes, and there's nothing Fuck you can that. do about that shit. Yeah. I've heard another yeah. driver say the same thing, but he was like, yeah, when nobody was looking, I just fucking, I just took it. Like, so goes, this I is why I was supposed to take that road, but I just took off. This is why I want a $10,000 drift car. Right? I want a $10,000 car. That I could put uh-huh. on a flatbed trailer and just take to grassroots events, little stuff, track days, whatever, and just go have fun. And if I put it in a wall and break it in half, then I load what I have less on the trailer and I take it home <laughs> and I take the parts off of it that I can save and buy another two thousand dollar roller and put it back together. That's it. Yeah. I don't I mean That's why I have pro, the Mustang. Pro level drift cars are sick, right? Pro two level drift cars are fucking sick. They're sick. They're a pro two level drift car these days is I think what most of us who love the sport and like to drift or whatever would love to have, right? Rear mounted right. radiator setups and search tanks and fucking three level fuel systems and Haltech ECUs with digital dashes and full you know what I mean, FD spec cages with three thousand dollars in seats and all this shit. Even the a lot of those pro two guys are running dog boxes now, right? They're running the NASCAR four speeds, which aren't super yeah. Everybody's expensive. running dog. Yeah, they're not expensive at all. 
there it's like a it's like a two thousand dollar transmission like it's nothing super fucking crazy but you know i i want to run something like and i know you hate this shit but i want a turbo k-swap bmw zm transmission something because it's cheap that drivetrain's cheap sorry it's a fucking i mean no i don't i don't i don't hate it uh it's an 800 dollar engine right so it's a it's a two thousand dollar engine that'll make 500 horsepower which is way more than i need the transmission the, the honda motor right yeah, the turbo, yeah. K24 with yeah. a K20 head to turbo. It's 500 horsepower on yeah. stock engines, right? So, which is more than I need. I really only need 300, right? I'd probably exactly. tune it to five and run it at three. And then if I ever felt like the car was getting slow, then I could crank it up and have some headroom. Right? You know, those those BMW ZF transmissions are cheaper than CD009s at this point, And they're smaller. So they fit in like as chassis better because the CD009s are pretty. You always have to hammer out the transmission tunnels, right? Yeah, you smaller, can't just slide lighter. There. Yeah, they're smaller, they're lighter, they're cheaper. Um, and then obviously you just put a fucking diff in it, right? Custom drive shafts, the, the typical shit. But there's so many options for like angle kits and all this other shit. You can you can build a ten thousand dollar car. It's just a matter of yeah. I can't build it. I can't build a ten thousand dollar. Can't do it with it. You can't do it with the 240 anymore. I have no idea what you're saying. I said you can't do it with a 240 anymore. You huh? can't build a 10. What do you mean, huh? Can you, you can't build a 10,000 car. That, uh, your your shit was going in and out. Oh, uh, you can't build a $10,000 car out of just because you can't get it. No, because the, the 240 is damn near. Right. The 240 yeah. is going to be damn near like 60% of the 10 Gs. Uh, no, I, I totally agree with you, and that was that was my original plan for my for the black Mustang build was to build this car for under ten grand, document building this car for under ten grand. I just never yeah. got around to like that. I mean, I filmed a lot of it, but I just haven't edited anything. I just uh, I don't know. Yeah, like it's it's not really. Uh, I'd rather do different content than I feel like everybody does. Are like, oh, look at my build. Like I might condense it all into like building my mustang in 10 minutes build but i don't want to do instructional videos and shit like no 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 yeah i don't yeah i don't i don't think uh yeah i don't think instructional videos are the way to go i think that no i think that um but i do think that documenting the build is good content like we've talked about this a lot in the podcast of that content we want to do in the future and one of the mm-hmm. dudes who's no longer on the pad- podcast is dude John. Uh, he has a he has a '65 Mustang that he's building as a track car, like a full on like. Type yeah, yeah, I, I remember him talking about yeah. that. Yeah, so like that's we're still gonna fuck like that, that is cool. That's something I, that you guys should definitely. We're still on. gonna yeah, we're still gonna put the car in different content for the YouTube channel. It's just he's he's just not a part of the, the podcast at this point. Um, yeah. Which is cool, you know what I mean? It, it's all good. I, I was yeah, that's content. We should definitely, definitely record that content. Um, yeah. I want to start. You know, I've done a little bit of work in this pseudo off season because of COVID on the STI. A lot of it prior to starting the podcast. So like, I did the whole suspension on the car. So it's got coilovers, it's got reload control arms, it's got a roll center adjuster kit, it's got. Mm-hmm. You know, I put Michelin's on it, got it professionally aligned. Like I did a lot of good car, but. It was all prior to having the channel. So on a, you know, obviously I missed out on all that content. And the only thing I could do mm-hmm. now is, hey, this is what's done in my car, which who really gives a fuck about a 19 STI and what you have done to it? Like, nobody. If you're not doing it right well, now I, where they can I, watch it, 
No, I, I honestly, I think that, that that's a little bit more because I feel like everybody, especially like in the drift channels and things like that, I feel like everybody's doing like a, this is like how I built my car kind of channel. It's like, it's not like we're really building anything that like that nobody else knows about. Like, especially if you're doing like, especially if your page, like if you have a 240 and S chassis and you're doing like, this is how I built my 240 pages. Like, everybody's seen it before. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Everybody's seen it before. Like, that's why I, I don't feel bad. Like I have the content for the Mustang, but it's so simple that it's like, I don't feel bad. Like if somebody, if I just post it up like a 10 minute build and somebody's like, yo, what did you do about this? It's so easy. I can just DM you real quick. Like, oh, you need to do this or like these. Yeah, cars right. These is people. it like it's it's very Mustang building is very very simple. And it's almost like, is it worth? It's a lot of like a lot of content creation deciding if like is the content I'm putting out good enough, right? Because the last thing you want to do is right. Put out. Oh bullshit. shit! Well, this is I'm watching Denofa and LZ right now, and I want to. Yo, if LZ podiums right now, I'm gonna be fucking juiced. <laughs> Holy shit. Let me know when you're done watching this run because it hasn't even started. Okay. Oh, I love the way LZ drives these. Fuck. All right, let's get started. Third place battle, shut up. Ryan Deander, Jared Deander. He seemed a little shallow on that. He's, he's shower on OZ2, but Denova yeah, yeah. falls back. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, he so it again. Adam knows he yeah, just he, has to have a solid run. He just needs to have a solid chase. Yeah, he just needs to. He just needs to not let Denofa run away with him, and he'll be fine. Yeah, because Denofa did not have a great chase run, and Denofa has also not been doing great in OZ two. So he's he's becoming shallow of that second outside zone. Oh, and weekend. he went two tires off. It looked like he went two tires off too. They're saying something. They're saying he dropped a tire. I think he dropped two. I think he dropped two, but it's three before they call it incomplete, right? Oh, now it's three? I think. I'm, I might be wrong. All right. They're, no, they're running. Oh, my. It's starting right now. No, no, they're running. Oh, Chelsea's fucking pissed. Oh, excuse me. Seems like oh mine is my a god, little bit, like a lot more delayed than yours, because like you, you're having reactions, and they're still at the start finish lineup on my. You'll see. My You'll screen. see. This yeah, is a legit call. <laughs> this is a call. Like, <laughs> you know, dude, this. <laughs> You sitting like this is kind of a spoiler, too. But you don't know who's doing what, though. That's great. I know, but it's just letting me know, like, something. I got to pay attention to something now. 
Oh, fuck. Never mind. Watching this angle. Okay, Chelsea with the big flick again. Chelsea looks shallow. Oh! Oh! Yeah. Uh, do we think Adam LZ might have the slight advantage, if not a one-more-timer? I feel like this is at least an OMG. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking a one-more-time, but I'm leaning, I, I'm leaning towards Adam. I'm leaning towards Adam as well, but I think that's because my heart's in it. I, if I'm being objective, I feel like you can't... I don't think you can just hand this win to... No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, being being objective, I'd I'd want to say one more time because I think both of them made some mistakes in their chase run that I'd like to see cleaned up. It's like if I'm going to judge you, I'd rather you both have good, clean, solid chase and lead runs that I can judge from. Uh, and they both went shallow into OZ. If I got to make a run. choice, right? If uh, so, if I got to make a choice, I'm gonna go with Adam because Adam didn't drop tires. Adam did not drop tires. That's a good point. And he was, and he stayed close. He didn't drop tires, and he stayed. Do you close. understand? Why are they do you understand so close to each other? That's the... Adam LZ's fault. <laughs> they park like close to each other. Yeah, they're well. You got to remember, he's left hand drive, right hand drive, left hand drive. They can actually. I don't, don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to you. Let's sit your ass over there. You understand how much shit. To know if it's about to catch if Adam LZ took this four. I'd the have to, you right know up. what? You know what? Watching this side by side, I gotta say Adam LZ won this won this this battle. He's a good driver, dude. He is. He's a good driver. He's like he's like in the shit right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want you to think about how long it took Jeff Jones to get here. And think about how fast Jeff Jones has been in Pro One for what four seasons now, and just got his first Final Four. This is the yeah, first seasons, season, yeah. and he got into the he got into the Final Four. This is sixth right. round. No way. OMT. OMT. Oh, it's one of us. All right, here we go then. Dude, do you got to go back to the fucking fridge? That's the thing, and it's oh, what did I do? I didn't mean to do that. Um, Stop being a I rookie. Do. Stop being I a rookie. Mean, act like act like we talked about this earlier. I'm getting to the point where I have to sneak around my wife. <laughs> Are you drinking too much? <laughs> so here. Let me do this. I'll meet you in the middle. I'll pound the rest of this 90% beer, which is about All three right. quarters of the way full. So let's do that. All right. in the is that fair? Yeah. Fair enough, my friend. Ayo. Are you still drinking tequila while you do this? <laughs> yeah. What a savage.
Yeah, yeah. Tequila. Dun, 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 dun. To the two people who have been watching this entire time, I appreciate the fuck out of you. We've had two people watching us this, this entire whole time. This whole time. We were up to three at one point. Okay. That's really impressive, honestly. To you two first people. time we're doing that? Yeah, that's very... I, yeah, yeah. That's... If we make any kind of merch for this show... You're getting please, that shit for your free, Sammy or Mule. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, you're getting this shit for free. First two t-shirts, beanies, whatever, stickers, whatever the fuck you're getting. Yeah. You're getting some. Shoot your emails. Shoot me your emails on my Instagram. Night.sti. We'll get you hooked up. We're actually looking at making a run of stickers, so... Yeah, you hey, super... you send me some stickers. I'm, I'm putting uh, stickers for the Mustang, but I'm only putting certain shit on there. Yeah. Um. You know who Super Wow Factory is? Excuse me. Do you know who Super Wow Factory is? I've heard of them. Yeah. So if you look them on, look them up on Instagram. They do okay. Custom stickers for a lot of these like smaller drift teams, and they do real fucking. Oh legit yeah, shit. I fo- yeah. I, yeah, I follow. I follow them. That's why I've heard them. Yeah, I follow them. Yeah, that's who we're talking to to have a sticker I made. So we're just trying to oh, finalize nice. how we want it to look. Yeah, we're going to do some radio quality, you know, do some nice shit. I don't want to put out some bullshit. Yeah. So. All right. I'm going to hit the head during the commercial break. I got to come back. up with an, I'm, I'm come up with an idea for the clutch companion sticker. Is that what we're going to call this? Clutch kick. Clutch companion? kick. Clutch kick. The, yeah, the clutch, clutch kick. kick. It's rev match for the main pod. Clutch kick right, just right. made sense. You know, it just made sense. I'll be back. Right, right. Watching these Formula D commercials. Um, <clears throat> I don't watch a lot of TV, so I don't see a lot of commercials. Uh If you've watched Formula D, how long you know how long you've been into it? What got you into it? You've been to any events? You drive grassroots. You do what do you drive? You know, hit us up. Hit me up. If you don't want to hit up the podcast, you hit me up at a uh, Mustang underscore Mall, M U S T A N G underscore M A L. Talk talk cars, talk shit. It's all good. We don't have to be on the podcast for that. I'm watching the commercial for the new Supras. You want to talk about the new Supras? We can do that. I got a buddy with one. I give him shit all the time about it. So I'm sure uh, I'm sure we could call from his house and, and have a good convo on that. I didn't finish my beer. Don't tell Valoria. He'll find out when he edits this, but... So, so far, today's round six, top 16, which we've gone live for today. You've had three. One more time. <laughs> three. One more time. And they're gone. Hopefully. Hopefully. Is that a three-pack of tall boys? 
No, no, I'm saying for today's Formula D, we have gone to through three one more time. We have gone through three one more times. Yeah. Now the tequila and the Bud Light are starting to catch up. To I, each can, other. I can't imagine how that would. I can't imagine how. Tri- you were the one, too. You were the one. I was like, don't be taking shots. You're drinking Casadores the whole time, dude. Oh, fuck. So good. <laughs> Bro, do you remember when we used to, um. Applebee's? Not. Oh, fuck. I was just talking just about that the other day. No, do you remember? Fucking getting two large Little Caesars pizzas, like four 40s and Mickey's. And a 12-pack of Bud Light and just, like... And an eighth of weed. And just getting absolutely blasted in my house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just be completely useless by, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I, I told one of my homies about that the other day, and he goes, man. He goes, you make... He goes, you and your homie make being broke seem really, really fun. It was, was like, really, really fun. I got dude, we were broke. I was like, we couldn't afford to go anywhere. So like I would drive to his house. His mom would give us like gift cards. We would go to IHOP and Applebee's, get food, That's get true. drunk at Applebee's. We would like I would bring an eighth. He would pick up an eighth from his guy. We would sit there and smoke. And I was like, and we like they was like, what'd you do? And I was like, we would just watch TV and like nothing. Like, Kick we it. Would, we would watch Top Gear. This is the funnest part. We would watch Top Gear and then try to beat the Top Gear times on Forza. Forza, fuck yeah, dude. That was shit. That's OG, like, lower middle class LA kid upbringing right there, dude. Like, yeah. That's exactly what that is. It's like, we got some money, but it ain't a whole lot of money. <laughs> it ain't a whole lot of money. Yeah. It's a net, like... Because I told yeah. him, I was like, we used to get a, I was like, we used to get 40s. And he goes, why would you get 40s? And I go, well, they're fucking we would cheap. buy really good weed. And <laughs> we would get, like, the best 40s we could find. Like, we wouldn't get, like, you know, we weren't getting, like, Mad Dog 2020 or no shit like no, that. We were getting no, Mickey's. Some... We were getting Mickey's yeah. or, like, like uh, the Corona Tall Boys or something like that. I was like, you know, we were drinking decent 40s. And I go, but we had good weed. We would get food, and if we got liquor, we would get good liquor. But you gotta yeah, say where you it. can. We weren't also, going watch, nowhere. <laughs> yeah, watch this battle. Watch this battle right now. Watch out! Wow. LZ and Denofa. Yeah, but watch what Denofa does after the finish line. Oh, uh, was he being salty again? Yeah. Oof. Adam is getting it. Dude, Adam looks fast as fuck right now. He did. He looks very fast. Denote. Ah, I don't know if that was Enofa's fault. That just looked like they were close on, at the end. No, Adam. Adam. Was, uh. Adam, Adam to, to be back. fair, yeah, to be fair, Adam should have looked in his room before he got out of drift. Yeah. He got I'm out of sure drift right hear, after the... I'm sure he can hear that Mustang right behind him. Yeah. 
I don't know. That TJ is loud. Adam is boogieing. Adam is boogieing. Adam, I, Adam is Adam LZ man. might be my new favorite. <laughs> I got to admit, look, so, so I don't seem like a hypocrite. Anybody that knows me and talks to me on a regular basis, I have talked shit about Adam LZ. I am not a fan of like, even though I'm doing it for some odd reason, I'm not a fan. I, I don't know. We're not going to get into that. But I wasn't. I wasn't a huge fan. I wasn't a huge fan. I thought he was. I thought he was biting off more than he can chew. I thought he was letting his pocketbook dictate, you yeah, know, his hobbies and shit. But I gotta. I gotta admit, I, this kid can drive. This dude can get I out. I mean, like, I think. I think if go. you, yeah, if you go. go back and you watch. If you go back and you watch. Oh, uh, did I call it comp timeout? If you go back He's and you been watch, a lot of seat time off yeah. camera. And that's, if you that's wa- the part that it's impressing. Do you me. remember I'm his? Like, oh well, I see what he does. He's recording all the time. Like he ain't driving. Nah, he's putting nah, a he's lot driving, of time off. Put a lot of yeah. time. He does a lot of small drift events in Florida and shit. Um, if you go back and watch, and this is when he was still married and all that shit. This is year, four or five years ago when Hoonigan used to do the daily transmission at the Donut Garage. Mm-hmm. He rolled up with the cream S13 hatch. Which is a very yeah. clean car. That car was incredible. Yeah, All of his cars are super clean, to be fair. His S15 at the beginning yeah. of the season was incredibly clean. He has a really high level of build quality, which I also really like. I really appreciate that in people. Like, even if it's a drift car, you get beat on. At the end of every season, like, you should Start do everything. Off as you... clean as possible, yeah. Exactly. Right? Like, I appreciate the fuck out of that. Like, built it to get beat on and be able to get back to a clean a clean point. Like if you if you go into a build knowing that the every single panel on the car is going to get fucked up and you need to wait you need to build it in a way that you can get it back to a clean vehicle for the start of the next season. It uh-huh. is executable. It's not going to be clean from round to round to round. It's totally executable, but like I'm <laughs> right. laughing because like I'm agreeing with you, but I'm thinking about it because like I'm agreeing with you from the aspect of I want my convertible, I want the street Mustang to be just like immaculately clean. Like you're yeah, never gonna car. see me you're never gonna see me slide that car or anything. Like it's gonna look like it should be a drift car, but you're never gonna see me do that. In that no, car. no, no, like, no. That's no, just no. gonna be like, you know, drop top, playing some tunes, cruising slow so you can see my three pieces. Like that's what we're about. Yeah. The drift car that's out front. For all intents and purposes, like, I mean, you've seen it. It needs paint really bad. But, like, the body panels and everything look very lined up and very clean. Everything's zip-tied on that car. Like, everything. I took it off. Yeah. And I just threw the screws. <laughs> <laughs> just zip-tied it back together. Yeah. And that's okay. Like, that's that's cool, dude. As long but as I can you, tell as as... how shitty it looks. And it's just like, dude, when I go to, like, when our car's finished and I, like, go to events, I'm probably just going to pull up on the trailer. And as soon as I pull up, I'm just going to snap all this up. Like, I'm not running any bumpers. Yeah. No, I, this. If it's, like, like, for me, like, my next drift car, I'm basically relearning a skill set I didn't even have a ton of time with to begin with because... I had to sell the 240 so quick into like yeah. learning how to drift, right? So, oh god, that was sketchy. That 240 when the brakes got on fire, that was sketchy. No, um, no, no. So like, just like trying to like teach you how to drift in the car that you had very little like seat. I didn't time have a lot. Anything yeah, in. 
And then it, it was, was a, like, yeah. you, you know very little about, like, the mechanics. Like, you knew very little about the mechanics. At the time? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the time. Sure. And I remember we went out one night. And I don't remember, like, I, I must have been fucked up. Because I just remember just telling you, like, you're not going fast enough. Like, you just got to chuck it in there. And you're like, nah, dude. We're in like that. I was like, just go faster. Just chuck it. I was it. doing 65 <laughs> miles an hour. Record. <laughs> I was doing 65 miles an hour on the street, and I'm sitting in the passenger seat in a two. That's why I was like, that, no. that doesn't have harnesses. It's no. got that fucking that shit that when you the close the door, it's yeah, got that yeah. nonsense. But that doesn't and work. My dumbass is sitting in the passenger seat, and we're on a cul-de-sac. Yeah, no, we were on a cul-de-sac. We were, drift. we were in that s that that it was two lanes wide. It's in Laguna. Remember, because we went to go look at a right, phone. Right, but it ends in the cul-de-sac. It does end in the cul-de-sac, but I wasn't trying to drift Yeah, it, it S-turns. Well, I was trying to get you down to the cul-de-sac. It S-turns across a bridge, which is actually, it's a pretty dope little setup. For it a is a dope setup. Little spot. So, like, you, you come through, you you initiate. But this is, yeah, you, this is. You transition across a bridge, and it goes, it ends in a cul-de-sac. So, you can hit the cul-de-sac. Uh, and come back and come around back and, and do yeah. it again. So, that's what I was trying to get Alex to do. Uh, and I just felt like he just wasn't throwing the car hard enough. And now that he says like he was in like 55, 60 miles an hour, and I'm just sitting in the passenger seat, and every time like he would initiate and the car would straighten out, like I'm just sitting there just shaking my head, like you're not going fast enough. Like you need to go faster. And he's what like, was happening was like, like, no, you need nah. to go faster. You need to go faster. <laughs> no, what was happening was I wasn't Thank properly you for not listening to me and going faster. No, I'm not dumb. I wasn't clutching properly on eBay grip and I wasn't getting back on throttle fast enough and like and aggressive yeah. enough, right? So I was my initiation speed was fine, but I was going in too light on getting back on power, which your was car causing, had too much grip for you to be Which is ridiculous grip, yeah. with a hundred and sixty five horsepower or whatever. But well, yeah. That's I why did. I was telling you to go faster because I was yeah. like, your car has way no, too I much needed, grip and you're not like you what I should have <laughs> What I learned later in a different parking lot at a different time is that to get that bitch to consistently go sideways, it was clutch in, e-brake, mash the throttle, dump the clutch, and just fucking let it eat afterwards. And then it's fine. And it would carry, and you could, like, control it, and I could try. Yeah. But, yeah, if you can't... It's a, it's no power. You have to beat the shit out of it. <laughs> I know, but I was uh, at the time. I'm thinking like now, like I was also telling you with the experience of somebody who was at the time. I had, you drifted drifting, way more than I had at that time. Yeah, way. But, way, way and way, I was way, also, but I was also drifting a V6 Mustang, so it was like I've got a you lot have more torque. weight than you, so I have to like going in faster is almost a prerequisite because my car was so heavy, and it's like yeah, yeah, I your car was probably. Well, I did lighten it up a lot because remember when you drove it, you were like, "Damn, like this car is like fucking legit." You didn't, you didn't expect it to be as good as it was. No, that was a, no. I was yeah. I was oh, Denofa is Denofa gonna overcook this right now, dude? Denofa's entry. I really at gotta this... let you drive my new car because if you thought I want to drive if it. You thought the V6 was good, dude? Like oh, I'm sure. When I tell with, people I'm... when I tell people that the V8 scares me, I'm not joking. Like. Granted, when I fuck around in this car, I know exactly where it's gonna go. Like it does exactly what I tell well, it it's to got, do. Like, you have full, you have full maximum motorsport shit on that thing, don't you? Right, but I'm doing, I'm manging through an alley, like doing donuts and manging through the alley behind my house, and I have no like worries that I'm gonna hit somebody. It's just really consistent. Like, That's it. I know exactly where it's gonna go, and it's like, but it's so fast. <laughs> That's the thing is that like. 
Oh, and we talk- okay, Chelsea? Yeah, no, nah, you'll see. Where's Adam? Where's Adam? He's in you'll the see. Line. You'll see. Here he comes. Here he comes. Getting close. Getting close. It's so it's so sad. What? <gasps> what? Yeah, he was right there. He had it, dude. Oh come on, bro. He was right there. Within, <laughs> like ten feet. Yeah, right there. He yeah. <laughs> like ten feet. He just robbed himself of a podium. He told because he was getting so close at the end too. Like they would have definitely have to given him this run. Yeah, it would either would have been another OMT or it would. One or the other. He was his round to lose. I'm really bummed out. That really bums me out. I really wanted Adam to podium. I don't know if you locked up again or not. If your video stops. Not yeah. It was Adam's to lose. He. I. That's really disappointing. That's super, super, super disappointing. I wanted him to win that. He just yeah, so, he just went too deep. He just went a little too deep. Third? Oh. <clears throat> I would yeah, I would have liked him to take a third place podium. I mean, getting fourth again, getting a I mean that he's got at this point he has a top 8 finish under his belt. He has he'll have a top 4 finish under his belt in his rookie season. It's a strong first season. And and you've got and and you've got two more events left. You do have two more events left and he's I mean He's only gone against the best of the best in the sport so far. Right. He's gone against Forsberg twice, Denofa twice. You know what I mean? Like he's 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 dealing with the heavy hitters. Right. In, You've gone against Ryan Turek, Forsberg, yeah. Denofa. Yeah. It's not like you're going against like no disrespect, but you're not going against like Taylor Jeff Hall. Or, yeah. And, yeah. Jeff Jones. The guys or, who were like or, on paper more on your skill level, right? You're not going against those dudes. Right. You're going against the heavy and then hitters. You beat Michael Essa. Which is he's a you, champion. You flat out, yeah. You flat out, flat beat out beat Michael Essa, yeah. So I mean, that's that's why I'm. This, and this is the reason why I say like I don't want him to go back to Pro Two because he's on a good trajectory. This is a very yeah. strong first season. This is an incredibly strong first season for any Pro One driver coming out of Pro Two. This is a crazy strong first season. My Taylor Hall, he's in his second season and hasn't even gotten this far. Yeah. Right. So for someone like Adam, I mean, and the point I was trying to make before. So does that does that speak to the to the talent pool that's in Pro Two? Is that they, are they just not talented enough in Pro Two that it's like if you jump out of Pro Two, you're not like Pro Two is more financially so is accessible. So you're not <laughs> like you can't like you can't run a Pro One program on talent, right? Somebody mm-hmm. has to have known that you were good and be willing to back you because you're good. Adam LZ is in a very unique position in that he has he independent himself. In, he can back himself, right? Because he's a privateer. He's essentially a right. Yeah. He has a tire he's a Michael sponsor. Lassa, he's an OD. Yeah, he, he's he's at the same funding level as like a realistically, right? Like he mm-hmm. has right, he has Njuku and he has Achilles. And uh, you know, literal has power stop and not a, is he Achilles too? Is I don't know if literal is Achilles as well or not, but or um, Nexon, one of those, yeah. Yeah, like he's that. got he's got a he's got a, a a very small title sponsor, and then he's got a tire sponsor, right? Because like you really can't compete in pro one without a tire. You need a tire sponsor, absolutely. Right. If right, yeah, yeah. If you're if you're trying to compete in pro one and you're you can't afford tires, that tire budget. You can't afford uh, that tire budget. <laughs> no, <you're, laughs> yeah. 
A tire, <laughs> no room for spares. It's like no, what? a set of tires every run is not. You can't afford. How that. many practice runs am I doing? All exactly right. I, right. I can't plus, waste they have any practice runs. Plus no six sets of wheels. Right. Wow, Chelsea won. Oh, for sure, dude. I mean, Adam Ilzey hit him and went on track. Oh, right. damn. Just that quick. I forgot about that. Yeah. But Wiser's are catching up to you. It boy. do be that way sometimes. Um, yeah. But no, I think but that's that, very impressive to get fourth place. You're sixth, purely by your own merit. Your sixth event. Yeah, purely by your own merit. Your rookie year. Six events in, you get a top four. That's super strong. It's very strong. So we have Gittin and Forsberg for the final. Jesus Christ. As if if there was yeah, any what better... Happened, what happened to Drift Alliance? Well, I mean, they just podium. La- well, no, they were. it was Drift Alliance. They were all similar sponsors. Just, it, you know what I mean? And then Angela well, no, no, left like they, the sport. They, they split up. Yeah, well, Angela left the sport. Yeah, but, but they don't rock it anymore. Dri- yeah, that's what I'm saying. They were still Drift Alliance when Angela left the sport and Chris was on... One sponsor. I think they have, I think I think, they have too like, many It seemed like sponsors. as soon as Vaughn left Falcon, like Drift Alliance just completely went away. Like you saw no more DA stickers or nothing like that. I think they like, just grew past Falcon, it. Was a wrap. Yeah, I think they grew past it. I think that they have too many big title sponsors that don't want to see some random bullshit that's associated with another car on a different set of title sponsors. Different tire sponsors, right? You have Monster doesn't want to see a similar Rockstar or NOS. You don't want to see a similar a tire see a similar sticker or NOS tire car, right? Like it just you got all these dudes that are funding these. I mean, listen, Turk. So you have the the remaining DA members are what Turk, Gittin, and Forsberg, right? That's it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well. All right, those are three of the most sponsored dudes in the sport. They all have factory right. backing by manufacturers, by tire sponsors, by energy. But how did they get there? The DA is how they all got. Yeah, that's how yeah. they all got there. Right, so that's but what I'm all... it's just interesting that like they no longer like because it wasn't like Drift Alliance was paying them or anything like that. Like it's no, it's a, just it's them. It was a, just their name for their. Yeah, it's not a. Homies. It's that not a. It, yeah. It's not a competing. It's not a competing sponsorship with like Nas or like Falcon or Nitto or anything like that. So it's just really funny that it's like, all right, you guys are all on different teams now. You guys are all supposedly still friends yeah. and shit like that. But you guys I think... don't like. I think that because it was just more of like a Tony Angelo thing. Like I know that Tony Angelo was like credited with being the main like false start. Yeah, Uh, for Drift Alliance. So it's like okay, it's because Tony Angelo is no longer involved with like this sport. No, I honestly just think that as like um, you know, like we talked about in the in the last episode, like a lot of the you know trying to legitimize the sport. Um. Trying to legitimize the sport, you know, you, you have sponsors where as these cars have gotten more expensive over the years, the programs to run them for a season have gotten more expensive. They're using them for more marketing materials. You right. know, like look at how much shit uh Vaughn and Chelsea have done for for performance this year, both with just doing other promotional shit. That whole promo video they did with the Mustang Mach E fourteen hundred or whatever that elect car crazy fucking thing that they did together right all that shit yeah with all the other like mustang iterations and all that 
yeah, yeah, like they're just like, listen, we don't want anything that ties you to a competing sponsor out in the open. Forsberg's going to win this event right now. Forsberg, Chris Forsberg is about to win this round right now. It sounds like you're responding to Jared DeAnda. Because you said Forsberg's going to win this event right now. And then Jared DeAnda goes, what's that? And he goes, Forsberg's going to win this event right now. <laughs> yeah. So, you know how you always say you don't feel like fresh feel fast? Watch this room. He is missing the whole rear quarter panel of his car. That's, yeah, well, it caught on fire. That's so great. Break. Yeah, I know. That's great, though. <clears throat> I've always liked his helmet. His Stilo helmet's tight. Yeah, I looked it up, like, because my. It's my a $4,000 helmet. Is Racequip. That's yeah. where I bought my helmet from. And Racequip makes one. But it's, yeah, it's like double or triple the price of what I paid for my helmet. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to get your base model. Like, yeah. $100? Cool. Need, yeah, perfect. I don't, I, don't need a, right, I don't need a $400 Darth Vader helmet. Now, Chris Forsberg's I'm not helmet. Is, that good of a driver. And uh, Chris Forsberg's helmet, the base for. Before he gets it painted. Yeah. Have you what, did, like it, did that run finish for you yet? Yeah. Okay, so Chris Forsberg just won round six. Yeah. Literally drove off of it. And like I said, if you ever thought the car was slow, the way that he pulled well, away. No. It's funny because they had the same power. They showed it in the beginning, like their stats. They're both at 1,200 horsepower. Yeah. But the fact that Forsberg can pull away to that fucking. Jesus, that's a five car length gap, dude. Yeah, he, in midfield. he gapped him real fast. He, yeah. That's it. He never got within two car lanes that whole nah, run. Not until the very end. It's like, by then, it doesn't even matter. Luke Vaughn doesn't even want to pull next to him. He's so fucking butthurt. Oh, no, Vaughn's got a big-ass drift line sticker on the car. Look at that. Yeah, All that that's shit we a, were talking about. No, no, that was another thing I was going to say, is that Vaughn seems to be the only one who still <laughs> reps drift alliance. Yeah, I don't, like I said, I don't know. As far as I know, Vaughn was the one. So Drifter Lance was more Tony Angelo's idea. Chris Forsberg was like the driver. Well, no, one of the main drivers not. who like they who are got not Drift Alliance popular. But as far as I know, Vaughn was like the businessman behind Drift Alliance. Like he got them Jay. all of their their shit. Jay, Jay, what? watch what? this decision. Watch this decision. It explains to me how it makes sense. Okay, well, they're showing the side-by-side, and unfortunately, I, though I want Vaughn and the Mustang boys to win, I think Chris got this. More than anything, watching this shit makes me want to go outside and like put my car on jack stand and start working on it. Yeah, dude. Oh my god, I'm listening to them explain decision and it's such fucking bullshit i haven't gotten a decision yet okay here we go what when you hear the reasoning when you hear the reasoning i watched it this is stupid the reasoning is hold on hold on hold on quiet they're, they're they're telling me the reasoning
No, Colton, it's not going to be okay. Because the exact reason why they just stated what they gave the time was Forsberg shallowed out to take proximity in a run, and that's exactly what everybody was doing in round one. Nobody cared. It was supposedly, quote-unquote, the smart... Even Taguchi in round four did the same shit on the main bank, and they gave him props for it. See what I mean? See what I mean? I told you. They do this dumb shit. I told you. I told this you. This is so frustrating. You. This is so dumb. But it's funny because the beginning of their explanation almost seemed like they were trying to give it to Vaughn. They were like, you know, if Vaughn hadn't done this, he would have edged it out. And it was like, well, that's not how you judge a run. Who's you can't. Dude, they were literally giving <laughs> Taguchi props in round four in Seattle for being smart enough to straighten off on the intro bank to gain proximity. And you're now going to take the run away from Forsberg for doing the same shit at a different track? <laughs> yeah, because the rules changed per track too. Like, so you know what was good for what was good for that one isn't good for this one. Fucking can't, dude! I fucking can't. It's so frustrating as somebody. So for who, those like, of you who are watching this show or listening to this show today right in the back. future, this is literally the reason we started this show, is because we would watch Formula D events and could not figure out why that they would, like, certain runs, it's like, why did you judge that? Like, why did you give that driver the win when it was clearly, <clears throat> when it was clearly either a one more time or he was at fault for whatever happened, and now you just want to give him the chance to run it back and, like, redeem himself. But it was like, it's certain driver... We don't really want to go into that, but it was that's why the show came up is because me and me and Alex would you know sit around and watch these events and just not understand what was going on, and we would commentate to ourselves. And as far as we can were concerned, we were fucking funny. And so here you go. But since it's a one more time, I got to crack a brew. <clears throat> Adam LZ, good shit, dude. You you fucking won me over. Like I said in the beginning, I wasn't <clears throat> I wasn't on board. Was not on board with the YouTube drifters. Um, you know, jumping straight into pros and things like that. I've seen over the years. I've seen a lot of guys buy their way into the pro level, and just. You water down the sport when you do that. When you buy, like, when you have enough money to just buy your way. Uh, Nick Hogan, um, the prince of Malaysia. I, th- I want to say he's like a Malaysian prince or something like that. But when you have enough money to just buy your way into a motorsport or any sport for that matter, you diminish and you water down the quality of that sport because you might not be as good. You might not be as talented. You might not be as skilled. Whereas Adam LZ, as far as I can see, has definitely put in the time, definitely put in the work, and that kid can drive. He he gets down. He gets down. So much respect to Adam LZ. All right, but like full time. Oh, all right. So we'll res- Colt. I will respond to your comments in a second. Let's- Ready? We good? What comment? He commented on the YouTube live stream. 
Uh, it gets worse as the day goes on. It does. Uh, here we go. This is a really good battle. Vaughn and, and Forsberg. You're LC in a second. Colt, who did you get to meet in FD Atlanta? Huh? I'm talking to my homie who's commenting on the live. Oh. Vaughn is backing up. There we go. Oh, LZ? Yeah, no, LZ's, LZ's dope, Colt, for sure. Um, FD is still in its infancy, by comparison. The issue that um, guys like Jamal and myself run into where we come to to um, to the way the sport is run is a lot of the rules in FD kind of oh they go against the grain as far as what drifting means to um the what drifting, drifting means to the drifting purists to the guys who grew up you know either driving or riding right seat at drift events or whatever like um. They're trying to, like, D1GP took a really different way of doing things in the sense of they did the drift box, but it doesn't matter where you're on on the They don't harp on clipping points and shit the way that FD does. Um, right. FD's trying to kind of quantify some of the heart out of the sport, which ruins it to some degree, and they make rules that, and I understand what you're saying about F1, in this sense, because F1 does a lot of the same shit as far as, like, deciding when they're going to enforce rules and shit like that, but I think the major difference is, is that oh, when, F1, yeah. when F1 does shit like that, <clears throat> it's uh, they make those kind of weird decisions to the legality of the car at all and the way the car is being driven or the functionality of the vehicle that wasn't F1 right, or just, you know, like the whole thing with Lewis Hamilton having the just toe on the fly to keep his front tires hot. All that kinds of shit, right? Which, um, going into this season, which other drivers obviously don't have because nobody fucking thought to do shit like that. Um, versus in FD, it literally changes how they're judging from run to run, which will change the outcome of the event. So, like, no, uh, false start. Um, so it almost allows them to. To narrate Contro- the event, it it all and it almost allows them to change the narrative of the entire season on the fly. Yeah. Right. So it's just it's just very disingenuous. It's not consistent. Um. When you can come in the, at the beginning of the season or halfway through the season and watch, and to be judged see, on completely different I criteria. Feel like well, no, like you can watch as a spectator and say like, oh, I see, or it feels like you're pulling for certain drivers. You're trying to get this guy a win. You're trying to give him one more time to redeem right. himself from last runs. Like you said, it does seem disingenuous, and it makes the sport less viable. And it makes it less like people don't want to watch it. Like the thing about wrestling, like it, like wrestling's fake. Everybody knows wrestling's fake. 
but you don't know who's going to win. So that's why people watch wrestling. I know it's fake. I know, like, you're not really smacking that dude upside the head with the chair. But I don't know who's going to win this match, so I want to watch it. But when I feel like, all right, well, Chris Forsberg, no matter what, is going to be allowed to beat most people, it, it kind of it diminishes, like, why you even watch the sport. Yeah. That's why, me personally, I watch a lot more. I've, I've gotten into watching a lot more grassroots events unless I can personally be there. Like, if I can personally go to FD, I'm all in. Uh, if I got to watch it, it's tough. I'm probably going to watch grassroots. I'm probably going to watch grassroots. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, no, I'll look I, up I, the I, results and see who won. If somebody I like won, wins, I'll watch the event because I want to see their runs. But has this run caught up to you yet? Uh, Chris Forsberg's in the lead right now. He was all over Vaughn's ass, but Vaughn's all over his ass, and Vaughn just hit him and went off track. So Chris Forsberg wins Forsberg round wins. six. Yeah. So uh, Striker, who's my boy Colt, because uh, obviously you're not li- looking at the chat. So uh, Colt, no. the only reason why uh, Jay can't see the the chat is because it's streaming off my PC. This is the inherent disability of streaming things when you're not sitting in the same room and everybody can't look at the same thing. Uh, which right. is how we do the pod. We do everything else. We always do everything remotely. So he says, I guess I'm talking more about the conduct driver, uh, conduct slash performance penalties. There have been several questionable inst- instances of penalty judgment slash non-judgments in F1 over the past couple of years, but FD, but yeah, FD is way more suggestive, um, subjective. And then he goes on to say, yeah, I was just going to say the gratitude strip stuff I've watched is fire. Um, again, F1 is to your point, is a situation where that series has been around forever. Um, mm-hmm. And they know what they're doing, and even when they're on fuck shit, like it's relatively nobody can really have an, too much of an argument with it to a point. Because if they make a call in a season, generally that call is consistent throughout that season, and obviously the F one rule book changes every season. Um, but FD specifically, because of because of the fact that Formula Drift is trying to take a sport like drifting, which is a judged competition as opposed to an objective win, whoever comes across the line first wins, barring any penalties, it's already inherently more difficult to try and streamline and standardize this kind of a sport. The issue that we run into, especially guys like Jamal and myself or anybody who grassroots drifts or anybody who's spent any time with the sport is that the stuff that like we consider to be what we think is cool when you watch somebody drift, how deep the angle is, how much smoke they're throwing down, how ridiculous it is. Right. That stuff is all frowned upon (laughs) in this top level of drifting, right? Which is like, um, it's almost blasphemous. It's like wait, it is almost what? to the heart to the heart of what drifting is, right? Which is like I want to yeah. go in this corner fucking backwards and pull it out and just have enough power to where I can shit out of it and pull myself out of it. And all that's right. like back. The fact that backies are frowned upon is ridiculous. Right? Is ridiculous. It's utterly, ridiculous. Utterly ridiculous. Because like, you you go look you go back and look at like. 
to D1 videos and Kawabata pulling that first like real aggressive backwards entry, and the judges are losing their shit, right? Like and that's like, what? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, or uh, or uh, <laughs> was it Kuma Kubo? No, it was Daigo. It was Sato with the jump drift at Sakuba, right? He come in that JZS. Yeah, Daigo Sato, he... king of the jump drift. Yeah, jumps full on foot out of the out the air, bam, slams it, holds the line, smacks shit out of it, full fucking clap. Right, like, slams it right onto the line he's gonna go. Like Katsuhiro Ueo back in the day in the eight six Corolla, like yeah. catching a little bit of the like the bank berm right there. Yeah. Almost rolling his car, but just like dropping it back on the ground and the guy chasing him doing the same thing and rolling his car. Yeah. Like that's the shit. It's like yo, you used to get judged on how exciting. That's what drifting's about. Like yeah, that's you used to get cool. you used to get judged on how exciting your, and now it's how clinical is your run, right? And yeah, I think FD in trying to make it a sport in the same way that F1 is a sport or like GTP is a short a sport or Grand Prix or whatever, they're losing. All of the super fucking cool shit about drifting, which is supposed to be you're driving a car and drifting is literally keeping control of something that's out of control, right? That's the entire point. So inherently, it's stupid because you're doing something the car is not, right? To some degree. Shut your dirty whore mouth. No, but real talk. Like, real talk. You sound like... You know who you sound like? You sound like all of my drag racer friends. All the dudes that I grew up... like Drag racing is boring. No, but, like, that's what I came from. No, no, it's not boring. It's not boring. Drag racing is boring. But that's what I came from. Drag racing cars cars are boring. Like, drag cars are boring. That's what I came from. Street racing and drag racing. And all my drag racer friends, when I got into drifting, were like... Everything you're talking about is against the rules of racing. And I go, well, yeah, it's not really a race. It's not racing. Like, what's it's the not fuck? Racing. They go, but they're all like, but oh, what's the point? And I go, well, that's like, it's to show your own style. Then but just it's, paint it goes, the car it, however you want. It's like, no, no, it's bigger than that, bro. But again, it goes, it goes back to what we were talking about the last episode of drifting is crutched as a subjective sport in the sense that in a BMX competition, in a snowboard competition, in a s- extreme ski competition, in a moto, freestyle moto competition, you can be judged to a quantifiable numerical value without being told exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. Whereas in drifting, there is an ideal run, a perfect run in formula drift. Not in drifting, but in formula drift, right? When they set up a track, this is the perfect run. And it's all how close you get to that run. And I think that right. that's the biggest issue is it shouldn't be that way. It should be, here's the track. Here are your D-cell zones. Here are your X-cell zones. How, fucking, how much angle can you throw? How fucking exciting can you be? How difficult can you make it for the person behind you to follow you? Like the person behind if you can throw a backy, the dude behind you at that level should be able to backy right next to you. Right, <laughs> right. And if he can't. If he can't, then, then you should then, get the advantage. Exactly. That's the way it should be. And because they're trying to put it into the formulaic kind of nonsense, you end up in this situation where it's less entertaining to watch. And the dudes who compete at the highest are the most boring dudes to watch. Right. So me and you have had this conversation, I mean, at nausea. Yeah, more times. More like- times than, than we can count. Okay, and I think we both. I think we came to 
an I wouldn't necessarily say an agreement. We came to a solution for judging. And to this day, I, I, I want to say we came to the solution about five, six, seven years ago. Oh, I, yes. This, this was a long time. To this yes, day, yeah. I've never been able to think of or get a better idea than what we came up with from anybody else. Which I remember was, this. I sent the shit to Formula we, Dirt. You should, yeah, you did. <laughs> so we should use the drift shifters. Pretty the much use system. the drift shifters. The point system. And you should have a judge if the points are really close, if they're within like a thousand points or something. Because the drift shifters, you 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 gather points very quickly. So a thousand yeah. points is still a very close run. If you guys are like a thousand points within each other, it's still a very close run. So once you get to that, where in essence, like you consider you could consider it at one more time based on points, then yeah. you go to the judge and be like, you just it, it, I mean you're a judge. You just simply go like, hey. Whose run excited you more? Like, yeah, that, that's it. That's what it should boil down to. It's like, yeah, who's so run, like, like, yeah. So if anybody who get the your rocks off to, like, all right, cool, I like that guy. Like, that's your so, next runner. So drift shifters to anybody who listens to this after the fact or is with us right now, drift shifters is a not a it's it's a drift competition to a degree, but it's more of a Jim Connor slash style competition. But yeah, so there's no tandems. There's no tandems. They set up a bunch of obstacles, and you go in there in a drift car, but you have sensors. Hold on. You keep talking. Yeah. I got to find my, my shit. Yeah. You have sensors basically laced up through the car, and all of the obstacles also have sensors built into them, and you have a sensor that's monitoring your G-forces or monitoring your acceleration, your steering. And you get quantifiable point scores off of these runs. So you'll have million-point runs. You'll have, you know... 500,000 point runs, but it's all quantifiable. Everybody's judged on the criteria. And the system that Jamal and I had come up with years and years and years ago was something similar to where you lace these cars up with proximity. All of the clipping points have proximity sensors built into them. The cars mm -hmm. can read their proximity to the next week. If you're not a chase driver, you're only scoring in proximity. So if you're not close to the car that's in front of you, you're not gaining points. And all you really, I mean, I think the way we had it set up, point score the lead driver and the chase driver won some shit like that, right? Because you were staying close enough to them to be able to be matched yeah. in their line. And it just yeah. makes it a way more quantifiable thing. And you can be exciting in this setup because you get like a points multiplier for every degree of angle past 60 degrees or whatever, right? Like you're, you're getting where guys, exactly. Guys like Forrest Wang would be dominating would would be dominating mike wadette forrest wayne guys who throw big angle get really close to walls and clipping points it's like okay i may not have the fastest consistent speed throughout this track but once i like throw this angle on this transition and get the back like get my bumper where i'm about to slap this cameraman because he's hanging too far over the wall like yeah i'm about to rack up a bunch of points right here yeah and it's, as a chase driver can you match me? Like, can you rack and that's up some the, points and, too? Because if not, then it's like, yeah, you're not like you shouldn't get the win just because you're close. And I think that I think that like, you know, oh, Japanese drifting, the idea of who wins, who loses, comes from toge, right? When toge is not yeah. drifting, toge is not inherently quote unquote drifting. Drifting no, is a all, component but, but of toge. Drifting came, drifting came from toge. 
by right, guys but like, who but didn't you can... want to slow down with underpowered cars. It's like, okay, right. I'm in this, this 8.6. I'll just huck it. And I got this dude in this RX-7 chasing me. I, slowing down I can't on this let corner up. isn't really, yeah, that's yeah. not really you know smart move. So you got the Miatas and the, you got the going. lighter, smaller, lighter, underpowered cars pushing through corners sideways where you have the high horsepower, a ton of grip, sticking to like your normal street line, whatever. Mm-hmm. But... So drift kind of evolved out of that, that and you know watching um, rally racers when they when they lose the line being able to recover and they were just like hey cool and that's the thing is that drifting as a sport started because it looked cool and that doesn't exactly. matter that doesn't matter anymore that's not Which like is really sad it is really drifter, sad drifting was started by a bunch of guys who were not drifters they were road yeah. racers and towgate drivers and rally racers. And they all had like this common thing that was like, okay, like I don't slow that down that corner. Cool. <laughs> yeah, and it looks cool, and we want to do. Let's do that on purpose because it's sick. Like it just looks sick, right? So then it and, turned into a sport because it looked dope. So it was like, yo, like if you can keep this going the whole course, okay. If you can chase this guy the whole course, if you can get closer to that wall, closer to this yeah. front wall, like if you can do this and that, if you can pull more angle. But yeah, like you like you've been saying, like now it's they're more exciting to watch sport. Now they're dumbing some of this shit down, where it's like, I I still it's think like that, playing basketball in a church league. It's like you can't yeah. dunk. It's like well, what the, what's the point? What's like, the point? I think that the sport was at its best when speeds, speed, smoke, and angle were the top criteria. Because it's yeah. like, I mean, yes, is it harder to judge? Do you have more situations of? crashes that you can't and like those are all super hard things to quantify so you know we had i just went through that whole spiel about how we talked about we thought drifting should be judged and the first thing that colt said was why haven't they done that they haven't done that because it leans into it it's trying to quantify a subjective system as opposed to determining an objective system that you can quantify what i mean by that is angle inherently is not it's not always super visible to the naked eye, right? Like you can mm-hmm. have somebody throwing an angle and depending on what at it, and shit, it may look like that person should have won. So when you see the data after the fact, it can be kind of like counterintuitive. Right. And I think that, I think that the main reason is that formula D has kind of doubled down on this way. That so real quick, moving. real quick, hold on, hold on. Don't, yeah. don't lose that thought. I'm just going to, for the people who are watching, may listen to this later. Uh, round six is officially over. Chris Forsberg came in first. Von Gittin Jr. came in second. Chelsea Denofa came in third. And Von Gittin is now your new points leader, is he not? And Von Gittin is now your new points leader. So he, he's Kirk on track. Went out early. Yes, I think Von's a new points leader. So, yeah. so it. I, I may have to go to Irwindale. Um, because this might be one of those good years to where it comes down to the uh, last to the last event. If those yeah, are the Irwindales, if... I live in LA, so I always go to Long Beach. I always go to Irwindale. Well, I always go to Long Beach. I most of the time go to Irwindale. I go to Irwindale for sure if the points chase is really close. If it's coming, it's down always to the, the best last event. Yeah, that's when I go. If it's like as long as this dude makes it to oh. We may have just lost Jamal, and he doesn't know it yet. Lost him. We'll get him back. 
Hold, please, for technical difficulties. Trying to get Jamal back in here. Sorry to everybody who's listening to this. Just technical difficulties, consistent connectivity difficulties due to long-ass stream and Jamal being super far away. So we'll get him back in here in a second. Or not. Oh, here he comes. He back. Right. Yeah, I have to go to the bathroom real quick. What also kicked you, which is fine. Oh, shit. So let's mute this live stream because nobody needs to hear. Um, All right. So, yeah. No. Um, I, feel like um, I feel like jumping on Forza. Yo, same. Um, oh, I didn't mean to do that. Still working? I just did a thing that I didn't mean to do. One second. What happened now? <clears throat> yeah, lots of places before, is it? <laughs> okay, we're back. I don't know what just happened there. That was weird. This fool says if you all jump on Forza. Um, ah. No, my boy Colt. No, the, the the point being that just that uh, drifting as a whole is going to uh, you know, we don't necessarily agree with. We don't necessarily agree with the way that it's going. We don't necessarily agree. Um, yeah, we just, you know. Earlier when you, when you left, I made that point. That this that 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 fact in general was a big reason for this podcast because this is literally what we used to do. We would sit at your house or my house and watch Formula D and just just like what the fuck? Like how did they come up with that? Like what like we just didn't agree with a lot of the what was going on. So Yeah, and I and I think that, that still rings true in, in the series as a whole. I mean it's again, it's the only it's the premier series. It's it's the it's the this is the top echelon. This is that. It's just that doesn't mean that it's beyond reproach. That doesn't mean that it's perfect. That doesn't mean that um it shouldn't be critiqued. I think that the biggest issue with Formula D right now is they they don't listen to the fans in the term in terms of people who understand the sport and understand the style of driving and. Uh, what we want to see, right? They've already kind of, you know, the F, I think, I, I do think that the FIA having a drifting series is probably the worst thing that ever happened to FD. Because yeah. now that you have somebody as serious as the FIA, somebody as a preeminent 
like legitimize your motorsport is the FIA, right? Yeah. So now whatever the FIA thinks, which is like, what the fuck does the FIA know about drifting? What the fuck do they yeah. know about drifting? Which you know, and, uh, I and think now that they're changing sports in general too. Yeah, but I, I mean, now that they're involved, I think it's just a matter of uh, it's just going to make it worse. Unless FD is willing to like draw a line in the sand and say, "Hey, we're going to do this," but I don't think that either because you know it is still a fledgling motorsport, and they are you know they're they're only 15 years in, and they're trying to, or I guess going on 20 technically. Yeah, they're going on 20. They're trying but, to legitimize I mean, something. They could, uh, true, but like in the same in the same vein that like the other sports have done it when you said like you know with the FIA like a lot of things change. I made the comment a little while ago, like, I hope not. It's because, like, the same situation happened with another sport that I dearly love, which is mixed martial XFL. arts. XFL. No, okay, no, I'm just <laughs> 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 Oh, that's good. That was good. I know. <laughs> So, with mixed martial arts, um, a lot of the people who were judging mixed martial arts and making the rules for mixed martial arts are boxing judges. And you don't, as a boxing judge, yeah, like, like a lot of people think, like, oh, boxing, mixed martial arts, you guys do a lot of the same things. Like, well, no, a lot of mixed martial artists throw hands a lot, but that doesn't mean that a boxer knows what he's looking at. Yeah. Yeah. You can't quantify it in the same way. Exactly. When a lot of when a lot of uh, fights hit the ground, and it's like, oh well, the three refs that you got ref in this thing, or two of the three refs that you got ref in this thing, are boxing refs, and the other guy you got is a wrestling guy, and it hits the ground. Well, the guy on the bottom is a jujitsu dude, and he's throwing up all kind of submissions and everything like that. Like he's really winning this fight, but because you guys don't know what you're looking at, you guys say because he's on bottom, he's losing. And a lot of the same thing happens with, like, I think with Formula D, where you have, like, a sanctioning body who does not know anything about drifting. Probably it was of the same mindset as, like, my friends who drag race. It's like, everything about drifting is against racing, so it's all wrong. So it's like, when you put people who think like that in charge of it, or, like, give them some sort of play in how it's, like, carried out, you're gonna have you, issues. You're gonna you're gonna you, have you're, you're gonna yeah. diminish the product, and it's like no, I, I agree, I agree. And it's I like do. where do you where do you where does Formula D come into play and be like, okay, look, we need to you know we need to say this so we can save our product because if you let these people who don't know what the fuck they're doing just continuously come in and tell you how to make your product, then eventually, yeah, like it's not gonna. It's not going to go it's well. It's not going to be. It's not going to be what you hoped it was. That's exactly. that's really the that's really the, the long and short of it. And uh, you'll probably hear the same sentiment from us at the next event. But uh, to everybody who hung with us while we did this, thank you. To everybody who listens to this, thank you. Big thank you. Big thank you to everybody who listens to this three and a half hour podcast episode later. If anybody listens to it at all, thank you so much. Big um, thank you is, again. Yeah, yeah. This is something that we'll we'll probably can, look. Man, continue. if you got nothing to do, just listen to this in your car. Okay, just listen to your car. Yeah. No, and and uh, you don't want to listen to your girl. Just throw your headphones on. And act like you know. Oh no, man. To else. No, I think this is this is something we'll continue to do. 
nothing else just because it's fun for us and hopefully you know we get all of our our homies that are into drifting they listen to the podcast or not whatever to kind of hang out and we can we can do some cool shit hanging out together uh yeah. but this has been clutch kick the fd the rev match fd drift companion and i think uh, i think it went well i had a good time so thank you guys for listening again you can find me on instagram at night.sti you can find jamal at mustang underscore mall and uh please like and subscribe to the channel Please. My boy Colt says top commentary, boys. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, homie. Thanks, and, Colt. Uh, thank you, sir, for hanging with us. Thank you all. And enjoy the rest of your evening. Take care.